Just like the ones we used to know With the heresy bright And the deaths piled high I want to see that bolter porn tonight (laughs) And welcome to the Boys of the Golden Thrones Fabulous, amazing holiday special Welcome Fair listeners. Fair listeners. So we've got our beautiful pipes, Mr. Teo <laughs> himself. We've got John sitting here with his mullet and Christmas Santa hat on. And we've got myself, AJ, here bringing the Christmas spirit. Teo's got a, a jug of Tropicana pulp <laughs> orange juice. <laughs> and John and I are drinking extremely strong no they're not that strong but they're they're pretty there's a lot of nog nog, but there's also quite a bit of rum in these nugs so here cheers good sir (laughs) sadly we were gonna have we're we're gonna have this great like day of like gaming and recording with teo himself down here but sadly teo's employee screwed him over and he's not able to come down but you're you're here with us in spirit I'm always there in spirit. I just, uh, if anyone out there is a business owner, they understand there is a blight. Oh, dude, I understand. It's not a business Like, don't you work tomorrow? I do. I have to work tomorrow. I have to, like, yeah, not, uh, yeah. At at least we get more money in our pocket, right? Yeah, that's true. I guess that's one way to look at it. But yeah, well, I just just I just ordered something I probably shouldn't have, but yeah. Oh, is it? I know what it is. What is it? I don't know what it is. Is it? It's a it's a new cock it's ring. Not, is it's it? not the it's not the thing that John thinks that I'm thinking oh. about. Oh. But it's still soup. It's still white scars themed. Okay. Okay. So it's not a cock ring. It's not a white scars cock ring. Shit. Okay. Like lightning, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? Uh, I ordered a bunch of their speeders. There's oh the new ones. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm doing the the John nipple tweak right now. That made yeah. me super hard. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have They're so good. Do, do, do they have a flank? Don't, uh, yeah. don't all speeders have oh, out flank? They're so nasty. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So they have out flank two twin linked uh, two Reaper auto cannons, a carries, and hunter killers. Oh, that's and they're out. That's and uh, and their armor twelve on the front. Yeah, they they have they have more firepower than a contemptor, and they're basically about <laughs> as tough. They have two hull points though. Three or yeah, they have two hull points. Okay. I was about to say if they have three, that's that like a that's a pretty beefy beefy fucking <laughs> speeder. Like For the fact they're hundred and five points. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How how many did you buy? Three of them. Two. Oh, two. Okay. Nice. Uh, well, I need four altogether. I need two squadrons of two. Okay, so you can do the the prong attack from either side. That's right. Come and get you. And I got the big boy coming up from the middle. The big boy being the storm storm eagle, or uh, no, or? bigger. The thunderhawk. <gasps> <laughs> Excellent. 
Excellent. James Plummer has literally been bugging me for like a week to just order it, and get it over with. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. he's like, I just want to see one, okay? And you, and I've never seen the new one either. Like I've seen so, pictures, it so but I like the yes. in the flesh. I haven't <laughs> seen one yeah. in the wild, as as Tim would say. I don't know if I've seen one. I, I don't. Know, where I would see. you have seen it? We didn't see any oh, of at, at LVO, I so I think that's yeah, in your erotic yeah, heresy dreams, John. <laughs> okay, well we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we haven't even talked about what we're. Thank you, Tao. What we're doing tonight? So, yeah, yeah. Tao, do you want to give us a little run through of what we will be, you know, talking about? Well, tick 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 talking about. Well, we've got. Well, first of all, we're going to be doing our hobby, the shimmy sham shams. And it's the, we, like, we, I guess we're like, it's going to be the last, ver, it's the last podcast of the year, yeah. but we still yeah. have a few more days. Technically, we have a few more days to get our shames done. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so... Like, next, next episode, we will finish the shames and divvy out. Who are the winners and who are the losers? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so this is us. Like, this is our final. This is our like countdown episode. Yes, it's the last big push. Yeah. Yes. Get our shit pushed in, kind of scenario. But uh, yeah, and then we're gonna do uh, our big one's gonna be a year in review for 2019 and what we're gonna be looking forward to for the future. Excellent. For 2019, you know. you we're mean, gonna use some precognition. Yeah, 2020. 2020, bud. Yeah, that's next year. Look Fucking forward. Going to the future. Being like a bunny in the bit of 2020. <laughs> what? 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 Uh, and then uh, you guys did an interview with Bill from LVO. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're, we're we had a little chitty chat with Bill and just running through all the festivities that he's helping to organize for uh, the heresy at LVO 2020. So I like to call him Richard. Richard? Because we're really, we're on super personal terms uh, when, I, when I send him DMs it's always to Richard to Richard oh. alright John's just sliding into his DMs yeah. boy he slid into his DMs to get him on our podcast awesome and then after and that then we're just gonna we're gonna be doing some announcements and they'll be landing the pig alright sounds good so let's uh, let's uh, take a little Break here, and we'll, we'll come back for our hobby and shame. Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, Null Noil. Welcome back to the show, guys. Hopefully your your car speakers or ears aren't blown out from that. <laughs> or your 
Uh, hopefully some dogs are now barking at you. Your ears are bleeding. It's like some birds are giving you curious. <laughs> Someone, hopefully you're not seized out on like on the floor somewhere from. Oh, John, if you could see your yeah, John just took a big chug of nog there. And he had a nog mustache. It's beautiful. Oh, nogastache. Nogastache. Save it for later, baby. (laughs) Scandalous. Scandalous. All right, hobby and shame, gentlemen. We hobby and shame. It's been it's been a month since we recorded, so I think we we all are a little bit loaded here. So Teo, I am very excited to to hear about what you've done. So why don't you go first here, sir? Sure. Okay. So what I have done. Uh, I've done a lot, but it doesn't seem like a lot, if that makes any sense. Uh, So normally when you guys hear my hobbies and shames, it's like, oh yeah, I painted an entire army and helped somebody else. (laughs) True. Yeah. If it turns out Uh, you're putting a lot of time into each model, that doesn't, doesn't get as much done. No, you don't get as much done. So, um, I've been really trying to do the white scars properly and only painting them when I'm feeling inspired. And when I have time, I'm not trying to push envelopes. I'm not going to be like, Oh, I've got 30 minutes here. I'm going to quickly put some paint down because when I do that, I'll fall into old habits. And the biggest thing with me is that I can, I know how to do a lot more than I actually do based on time restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm okay with not a great looking art, like a, a good tabletop level army. I don't know about that. Your your old white scars were very very hot looking, but I get what you're saying. Like you're yeah yeah you you're putting a hell of a lot more effort into these guys yes. than, so, than the last army. Correct. Uh, so these guys are looking way better. Um, actually, putting the time into it, like fixing mistakes properly and not just like kind of just ramshackling it a bit. Right. Can I say uh, I'm, I'm so hyped on this? You like, should be. On, on the efforts? So that, yeah. It's so like, It's like, this is what I've always wanted to see, this the, this side of town where you like actually put the time <laughs> into something because I know that you can. The thing is, I know that you can paint really well. Like, And uh, I want to see you do it to an army that, especially because the white scars are obviously your passion, so <clears throat> yeah, the army to do it to. Plus white exactly. is like shit if you don't do it right. So it's like... 100%. So I'm putting the effort in it. And, like, honestly, like, a good White Scars army is more gray than white. More gray. Yeah. Well, you need to, you can't go pure white, or then you're going to have no gradation. There's, it's exactly. Just gonna be... There's a guy so, on, on Instagram I follow who's blue is his, like, undertone. For his really? Life. Yeah. It's super hey, yeah. weird. I've never seen it before. It's, like, blue white. It's I guess that makes sense, though, because then you're going to get that good. warm color just, underneath, it's right? It's like strange. You see it at first, you're like, Whoa, I've never seen that. I'm like, yeah, sorry, sorry, continue. No, uh, no, actually, that works into what I'm. So when I'm doing mine, I have a, a it's, it's a black, then a dark gray, and then a blue gray, okay. then a light gray. Hmm. Yeah. And then are you hitting it with uh, any white whatsoever? Yeah, so how I'm doing the whole thing is, so when I'm airbrushing, it goes black, then it's got like a, a a zenithal of the dark gray, right? Then, um, then the uh, bluish gray, mm-hmm. and that's the bluish gray is, is is 
and again, it's a heavier Xenothal, so there's just all it's allowing is the black to that color, and all that do the dark gray is doing is having the transition. Right. Very minuscule. Like you only see it if you're like looking at it. Okay. And, and clo- then when close they, up, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then when you get to the uh, the blue gray, I'll do a light gray over that. And that's going to be the biggest color transition in the two. OK. Uh, and then on top on the, the whole thing after that gets a kind of a, a using the uh, Daller Rowney uh, white ink. Yeah. Oh, shit. So you're just pre shading with white ink. Yeah. Really? Yeah. OK. Cool. I was very, actually, I was kind of hoping this is where this was headed at the end. But very yeah. light. So you're basically using the white as a glaze over top of it. Yeah, and all it or does a is a, or whatever. It, yeah, exactly. So all it does is the highest points will be the whitest, right? Or and not even fully white. Yeah. Well, and it's so thin, right? Like you're exactly you're putting it on so thinly. Yeah, and well, it allows I want to see some close-ups. You haven't really shown me your infantry, like. Mm. Well, that yeah, the vehicles it comes through really well. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. That's you, really nice. Like your uh, your shading there is really good for real. You need yeah. to post some pictures up on the on our Facebook page, man, because yeah, yeah, this I'm really Teo right now is showing us uh, his storm this eagle. Looks so much infinitely better than your old stuff. It is awesome. Or no, that's a fire raptor, isn't it's it? Fire raptor. It is a fire yeah, raptor. Yeah. Sorry. But so yeah, um, that I can't really show you on the infantry because you don't get the full effect until they're kind of done. We're not going to be able to see it well in the camera oh, anyway. Not done. Okay. Actually, here's a good example. So if you look at the bottom of this Terminator. Yeah. It's, it's very dark. dark. Yeah. But if you look at the top. Right. It's yeah. very white. Yeah. Simil- very similar to our to uh, some CK Studio Dreadnought style right there is what exactly. I'm picking up on. Yeah. 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 And so uh, it just it is time consuming, though, because just to do one color is five to six layers. Oh wow! Okay, just to do the whites is six layers. And are you what uh, airbrush are you using right do you now? Need to... Six layers of each color, or six layers? Oh no! Uh, so the 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 white. So the the top three colors are two coats each. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So a total of one, two, eight, eight. You're doing eight color, eight coats. But are you, you're doing it. You're you're not just doing one at a time. You're doing like a squad at a time. I'm assuming or. Yeah, a squad at a time. Right. That is a yeah. lot. It's a lot. Of, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's like, I feel like my guys, like, I kind of have that because I have more color changes. So I'll do, like, black or, like, red or whatever. So it ends up being, like, that many coats when you include, like, doing the shoulder pads, different colors and stuff. But usually, other than that, it's, like, basically three or three coats and then, like, paint washing for most of my stuff. Yeah. For your new black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my new black is just three coats, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so there's the, the a lot of the coats just to get the nice transition for the whites, um, and then the reds the same thing is it's a it's a it's a dark red that's almost a purple, a maroon, then a light red, an, an orange, and then it gets washed down with a red wash. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to see so this on the tabletop. <laughs> like, I am. Yeah. Have you figured out how you're going to do your bases? Because I remember the last time we talked. I about am. It, I'm taking your advice, and I'm going to go do my old bases Good. with the, uh, with the, uh, the aggressively yellow arid grass. Good, because I thought that looked so well, it looked so good, especially with your. With your jet bikes and how they were kind of like windswept in the direction that, the, or opposite direction that the bikes were going. Yeah, dude, yeah. we're gonna have two gorgeous, gorgeous uh, 
uh, White Scar's armies are meta soon, which I'm super excited about because Brennan's starting his as well. Yeah, me and Brennan have been talking, and Brennan he, Baker. Yeah, yeah. I did not know oh, about yeah. this. I'm yeah. About it. Oh Jesus Christ, that's gonna look hot. Well, well that was actually I was... paint them like they're in movement. He's trying to paint them in a way so that they look like they're blurred around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> Just to give you an idea of the insanity of this. Yeah, this Brandon. To, I, on, an, on a good note, the way I decided to paint my whites is the same way Brandon's doing his. Oh, oh really? sick. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be, that's gonna <laughs> that's be awesome. so awesome, man. Oh, this makes me so happy, Teo. I'm so happy with this. Allied games and stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like a big fuck-off team da- game. White scars. Yeah. So, what is a list? You do you have a list that you're building to right now, like a three thousand pointer? I, or? I do have a, I do have a list that I'm building to right now. So I can just quickly tell you guys what it is. Yeah, right let's now. hear it. So it's a, a Praetor on a bike. Okay. Uh, he's gonna have a command squad. Uh, the idea was either go command squad or the gold Keshin. I didn't quite know quite yet. They're gonna be the same. Bike? They're gonna be the same bikes. But he's on a jet but, bike. But he's on a jet bike. Yeah. yeah. Okay naturally so he's gonna be on a jet bike uh and then i'm gonna have a other character a terminator character um that oddly enough isn't going with the terminators oh okay he's literally just rule of cool are you talking about the cataphractic guy uh no i made my own okay so uh i made my own and so he's in in the he's actually a librarian okay cool yeah, yeah, I don't know if yeah. So, uh, but then like he's a so you're running him so as a, a librarian. A yeah, librarian. so he's a centurion okay. in yeah, Tartarus awesome. Terminator armor as a librarian. Fuck yeah, this is very white scars. I like it. Uh, and then uh, for my elites, I have one apothecary mm-hmm. and ten Eben Keshin. Which are the Terminators? Yeah. Ooh. Nice. I'm really like so. <laughs> Yeah. Then for my <laughs> troops is uh, three jet bike squads. Okay. Uh, six men each. Okay. A tactical squad. What What's the loadout? Are you heavy bolters or? Uh so there are. There's one double plasma cannon. Other two are double volkite. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then all the sergeants have power glaives and melt bombs. Okay. Oh, uh, also. Yeah, all the all the squads have full belt of bombs. This is three thousand points, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I have uh, a, tact- a tactical squad. Okay. Nothing much going on there. A plasma support squad. Mm-hmm. Then I get to my fast attack, how many, and I've how got. How many are in the tactical and how many are the plasma support? And are the uh, plasma supports support? eight guys, and the tacticals ten men. And are they in anything? They're in a pod, I'm assuming. Wait till wait wait okay, wait. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. And then I get eager. to my I get to my fast attack, and it's a Xiphon and two two man squads of oh. the new speeders. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. And my heavy support is a fire raptor. Okay. Awesome. I'm gonna buy two plasma Sakarans, just oh, for real cool. Just cool. Okay. And then my Lord of War is a Thunderhawk. Oh Jesus. Christ. And the Evan Keshin, the Tactical, the Plasma, and the Librarian are all in the Thunderhawk. <laughs> this is a 3,000 point list of the Thunderhawk? Yeah. That really took a turn. I literally thought you were describing a drop list. I was like, okay, nope. 
was like, oh, I guess he's getting a Charybdis or something for those Terminators, sure. And I'm, like, listening. I'm like, okay, I guess I could go to Drop Pod. <laughs> and it's like, no, fucking, that's hilarious. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, so it's, uh, the whole influence of the army is how well does your army deal with planes and jink? Yeah. So what, it's, uh, it's a Fire Raptor. A Zyphon, uh, Zyphon. And, uh, Thunder- and a Thund- Thunderhawk. Okay. And then a, Thunderhawk and then four speeders and a shitload of jet bikes. Yeah. That's awesome. And a tactical squad That's, on foot? No, they're in the... They're in the thing. They're okay. in, they're the, in Thunderhawk. the Thunderhawk. Awesome. So the Thunderhawk has the ten Terminators and two uh, squads and the Librarian. That's awesome, That's dude. Good, like, uh. I like it. Because it's like you have units coming out that can be for... You have a lot of versatility there. You know, it's like... Thunderhawks are almost impossible to make work in regular lists, I think. Right? Well, that was kind of my other point with getting the Thunderhawk for the army is that I kind of wanted to have more of a showcase and, hamp- and like take down my army a bit. But that also is pure Teo as well, of taking yeah. something that... like. You don't but usually see and like, or like people like are like, oh, well, you can't really make it work at this stage. It's like, you, I'm going to find a way to do that. <laughs> you don't have reserve manipulation, right? Uh, white scars do. Okay, what naturally, you? right? They naturally have white scars. They have reserve roll. manipulation. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Wow. Damn. Shit, man. I love it. So yeah. do we have, uh, I know you're taking your time on this, which obviously we, uh, want, the we goal is to, to have it. Bought, built, and painted by July. For, by July? You mean by June? June. Yeah, I mean, that meant by June, yeah. Yes, for Because the I already have, like, I don't have, the Thunderhawk's going to be the biggest purchase. I don't, I already have most of what I already have. I already have the Plasma Squad. Mm-hmm. I just haven't built it. I've got the Tactical Squad done. I've got my Librarian almost done. The Fire Raptor's almost done. I already have 12 jet bikes. Yeah, it's your. It's not going to take long. No, and uh, like the way that, how quickly that you've now done that Fire Raptor, probably painting the obviously the Thunderhawk's a big model, but yeah, he's doing. You're going to have experience too. on it, right? That's doing what, that first plane so first. Smart. Yeah. yeah, that's why I did the Fire Raptor. So I have, and I've been writing it all down how I'm painting it. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So so when I get to the Thunderhawk, I'm like, oh yeah, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure. Like, so I literally told my family mm-hmm. that when I get the Thunder Rock and it's built, I'm going to paint it. Don't bug me that day, <laughs> because I, I know I thought this was going like, like girls, we you're not getting you. Christmas this year. Only Daddy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. no so the, literally, because I know if I start painting the Thunderhawk, stop and then go back to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have the same mojo and excitement to well, want to do it right. As long as you yeah. do like the big things all at once, like you want to get all that airbrushing done in a day. If you have to come back and do the detail work, like that's fine, but I have time, to do you all the airbrushing. 100%. And it's, I, I'm airbrushing so much of this army. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's funny because you swapped. You weren't going to airbrush it originally. And I was, I was secretly just sitting here like are you fucking insane (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) yeah what are you doing with your life teo yeah Yeah, um so yeah so yeah get the all the airbrushing done it in one day uh the other thing i want to do is uh led the interior so when it opens up yeah yeah 
that was the other on on the Thunderhawk or on the Thunderhawk, yeah. Just that, or you can get fucking crazy and start doing everything. No, just the Thunderhawk. It's the only thing that's the only thing in the army that opens up. Yeah. So all it is is going to have the lights inside in the interior. Well, you could technically do something in the in the. um, Be red lights, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna be red lights, right? Of course. Yeah. Oh man, you should fucking sinister. No, you should. No, I I disagree with this entirely. You should get a little fucking small disco ball in there <laughs> and like just have like yeah like I don't know. So open so, that thing up. Start playing some disco music. Teo. Yeah. In this list, what starts mm-hmm. on the table? What starts on the table? Yeah. Uh, Sakaras? No, they're not. In uh, this. The Sakarans are a possible, like they're their uh, alternative idea. Okay. okay. Uh, but uh, what starts on the table is fifty-fifty, uh, depending on my army. The speeders. Okay. Yeah. The eighteen jet bikes. The command yep. jet bikes. Yep. Um, this is a really good list. It really is because you have survivability. Like, like the the thing, the problem with a lot of these lists is that like. The Thunderhawk is such a huge points investment that your army basically just has to, like, sit there and get, like, shit stomped for three fucking turns. You have, <laughs> yeah. But you have, like, maneuverability. You have durable units. Like, yeah. This, this is a pretty awesome... And like, reserve manipulation. Reserve it. And so the thing the thing is, like, the Abin Keshin are great, but the fact that they can't take characters or anything in the unit, it keeps them quite cheap. So yeah. how much is a 10-man squad? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Five for five, right? Yeah, I think it's like four hundred points for ten. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's that's. And, and because you don't really, you don't give them any extra equipment, and you don't. Yeah, you, you just yeah. Run, you just run them base. Just ten you just run yeah yeah right. just tenth base, and that's it. And they they can't they don't have a character with them. <sighs> the, They'll they'll mulch through like any lower powered units too. Like they're not gonna necessarily go toe to toe with like big Terminator Death Star. I mean they will if you're supporting. They'll them. hurt that Death Star hard. One hundred percent. So they're getting three attacks each, right? On the yep. charge, and then what's what strength is the? Uh, strength here? five AP two. Okay, it's strength five. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. I'm, when I say the Death Stars, I mean, like, there's certain ones they will tear through. Like, I'm, I'm saying one wound Terminators will be scared of them, for sure. I'm just talking oh, about 100%. Two, two wound Terminators, though, will be much less scared, because the numbers will just, like, go really fast down. But Yeah. yeah. So, but no, they're, 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 like... they're, the, the point of the, especially with the Abincation, is that they're meant to die. Yeah, that's exactly that's awesome. Like, w- their special rule is if they die your opponent doesn't score victory points for them. Right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. So they're coming on, they're jumping on Thunderhawk being like, wait, that's a big scary thing. Let's fuck it up. Right. They're 425 for 10. Yeah. Because they're 45 points each. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome, what, dude. Yeah. So, and then the librarian is just going to come out and like, I was thinking of going uh, like precog and be like, hey, those guys get to real little failed hits in combat. Yeah, they're pretty durable, right? They're like, like actually looking at them. It's like, yeah, they're only one wound, but they're cataphracty with with feeling pain. That's, that's yep, a yeah, really that's, tough unit. Like, yeah, yeah, these are cool. I'm glad that you're using those because they're fucking cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not giving you any upgrades other than the power glaives. That's it. Awesome. Can they take like <laughs> melta bombs or anything? Uh, they can take them? combi weapons at 15 points a model, which is not a that's valuable. A, 15 yeah. points a model. Yeah. For a combi weapon? 
That's like yeah. almost double, isn't it? Usually, like for a regular, for, a seven. they're like seven, seven aren't they? Seven, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I wonder what. Yeah. What's with that? Uh, I don't know. You're replacing a glaive that's worth however many points. Yeah, so you can switch your power up in a combi bolter to a glaive for free. Yeah. Okay. And I don't see the point of having the gun, especially because a thunderhawk's an assault vehicle. It's like it's like the they're the same as the red butchers where like you can take a fucking bolter or you can take two two axes two axes yeah and you're like well no one's ever going to take a bolter they literally made the model modeled with two axes they <laughs> take a bolter. <laughs> oh man I I can't wait to see this I'm I'm stoked yeah. that you're you're like putting so much time into it and like John said it's ex- like this is what I wanted to see you know I <laughs> I've seen like yeah. what you can do with an air and and that you're doing it with an airbrush cuz like you did with the lavender marines like also it's just that it's white scars too because they're such a thematically cool army that anyone who's going to do them with a certain level of passion I'm excited to see what it's going to be like cuz they're quite different they're Are you going to weather them at all? Oh yeah okay they're Oh yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. So the plane. <laughs> so the so there's a, a technique that Caleb showed me about painting bullet holes. Mm. So I'm gonna be using that. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Very awesome. Right on. So what else? Do you is that what you've got? So you've done. You you're not finished the fire raptor yet. No, like it's it like it's based. One, it's like you've uh, well, got the mains on there, like the main colors. Yeah, I've got the mains on there. I've got the golds on there. Really, all I'm doing on it now is, like, detail colors. That's awesome, dude. And so how many how many Marines do you currently have um, with the base um, colors? Uh, I have 10 tacticals and the character I, uh, characters I have to paint. Oh, shit. So they're, all, they're almost done. Like, here's the librarian. Oh, so you're using that model. I forget. Yeah. What's That's the... Um, sorry? What's his head? What's on his head? Oh, uh, so it's one of the White Scar's helmets. And then on the top of it is from... You remember the that uh, uh, Samurai game, Test of Honor? Can you send us a picture of that in the chat so I can actually look at it? Yeah, sure, I will. Oh, yeah, I know, I know Test of Honor, yeah. Yeah, so that was... Um, that's what he's got. So, he's, so a lot of these guys have these, like style of models uh bits on them awesome sweet and that that model it was the uh, for just for the listeners is the that gw heresy uh, mo- exclusive model that came out which is it's the praetor tribune the praetor tribune yeah. Yeah. yeah looks great man yeah so do you have and any, then so yeah anything else for the progression well uh I did just some like basic colors on the little Mechanicum army I got that I'm gonna figure That's out. That's really cool too. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. they're nothing special. So you've got in your shame, you've got to have ten Marines, six jet jet bikes, one uh, Fire Raptor, and the small Mechanicum army that you've started. So how <laughs> how do you feel right now? Uh the small Mechanicum army is pretty much done. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, you, I, I didn't. I didn't put a ton of effort into them. I just wanted to have it done just in case. I wanted to throw some mechanicum, but I. Uh, it's kind of funky. The guy who bought my old Iron Warriors, okay, wants to take all the breachers I had for them and put them in his Sons of Horus army now. But he has all the, all the, 
Iron Warrior specific things. Like, would you want those back? I was like, ah, oh, maybe. So now Nico is trying to convince me to do a Mechanicum Iron Warriors army. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah. Sweet. So do you just have, you've got like base colors down on the, the Marines, the, the Fire Raptor. Well, the Marines are, are close to done themselves too. Oh, okay. So what about the, you just have to do the jet bikes more or less and then the details uh, on the Fire Raptor? Uh, well, yeah, the jet bikes are almost done themselves too. Oh shit. Okay. So you're, like, you're on the home stretch. I almost had it all done because I was supposed to come down this week today. Right. And I was close to having it all done to show you guys today. Ah, oh, shit. Mm. Other than the bases. All right. Well, you got a few more days. You got like a week yeah. left. I'm sure you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, I, I'm good. Awesome. I've actually been inspired to paint. That's good. That's great, man. I know. I know you went through like a, a patch of not being super inspired to paint. So seeing hey, you doing it, it and so. like seeing the the pr- the quality of what you're doing is is awesome, dude. All right. Is that it for you? That's it for me. Okay. I guess I will go next because John's going to take caboose here. So I've actually, um, I guess I have done actually quite a bit in the last month. I've kind of slowed down a little bit because work's gotten absolutely crazy for me. But uh, I have finished my shame. So I'm very happy to announce that my five secutors, the original heresy models that I... I have to see these. Oh, you haven't seen them? They're over in the they're in the in the in the case over there. So they're all done. Um, I've started to paint my second triero, so it, it is almost done. Uh, but I've kind of stalled out on it. I just need to f- do like again some like edge hi- highlighting, which is always the bane of my existence. But it's very very close. Old AJ style painting for those who don't know is uh, so much edge. Highlighting. It, yes, it's like and every edge is highlighted extreme like. I've been slowly pulling back on the new stuff. So because yeah. I'm adding to the Mechanicum army, I still want it all to look cohesive. cohesive. But like with the Trieros, like my original one, I hand painted. This one I've done with the airbrush. But I'm still trying to do it some bl- stuff to make really it blend. Well. Right? Like it is a person who hasn't, who, who doesn't know which one's which, just looking at it immediately. Like I don't really notice a big difference. Right. My sons of Horus are way worse for that. Like there's just like things are just completely different color if you really look at them because I've changed, you know, like... You've changed your scheme quite a bit, yeah. yeah. But it still works as a cohesive force. I think so, yeah. yeah. totally. So, finish that, or, like, almost done that. I've almost um, finished my Macarator Explorator. I just have to paint the little um, uh, Skillax um, that's controlling the gun, and I have to paint all the guns for, for it. But other than that, um, that's very close to being done. I built 12 uh, skill axes, and I primed and base-coated them, so I've got a good start on them, <laughs> but then as I was like, I was like, okay, I need to kind of focus on a couple other things. I'm going to put these off to the side for a little bit, and when I was transporting them over to a different area here in the Otter Den, I, I like dropped one. And then immediately stepped on it and, like, fucking crushed all of the the little spindly bits off of him. So I was just like, no, <laughs> and kind of broke my heart a little bit. That sucks, man. Um, but at the same time, as I was doing those guys, um, I went back and built 
this custom Magos that I've been thinking about since I was in Germany, and I actually bought a whole bunch of the bits in Germany. So, Teo, I don't even know if you've seen this. This thing is really, really fucking cool. Oh, we lost your mic, dude. Oh, your mic is not mic. Oh, you got to replug in here. We'll let you do that. Hey. Oh yeah, no, I've uh, I've seen it. Okay, you it's, have seen uh, it. I haven't seen it in person though, but I've seen pictures. Right. So I've used for the listeners. I've used probably more kits than I've ever used in a, a kit bash before. So he's on like a serpent tail from the uh, cri- or from the wraith uh, neck. Uh, do you have any more of those? I do. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely have to hit you. Up okay. <laughs> so it's from the race from the Necron kit. Then I've got. Um, an Age of Sigmar, um, I don't know, it's like a ghost kind of thing. I, I, it's like yeah, basically I those like floating ghoul things. Like, it was yeah, like, Tim talked about them, I Horus, and I see people do them a lot. They're like, they're like weird floating, like dog ghosts. Yeah, like, it's like a ghost. They look weird in 30k, but this one looks it's exactly how it should be used. It's so good. So he's got, that's basically making his robe. I've then got a secular head on him with a, th- yeah, it's the, with a thrall body. It's the fucking, uh, the Lord's The head. Lord's head, yeah. And then I've got bits and pieces from the um, 40K Magos kit. I've got a whole bunch of arms from the Skillax kit. So he's kind of got this, like, centipede yeah. kind of look or caterpillar look to him. And then a whole bunch of the... Um, spindly bits from the um skill axe kit as well he's holding like a melt-a-bomb he's got um he, he still has a few more things that i need to do with him i still need to find his like right hand it looks wh- like a weird mechanicum like snake assassin yeah that's kind of real creepy he just looks like he'd just be like squ- squirming up at you really fast and like slice pretty cool so the the idea with him is that he's gonna be he's gonna be with the uh the skill axe because he fits narratively like the look of him is very skill axe yeah, and but he's gonna be the um i always blank on the name the but it no not malagra i've already got a malagra it's the one that um is for all the thralls so you, if a thrall oh. unit dies, then you roll a d6, and on a 5 plus, he comes. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, it's, uh, shit. This I'll... guy is going to be that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I could I could make him a Malagra. Like, I could do... Who's your Malagra? Um, just the regular one that comes on, um, comes with the, yeah. a band. So that's my Malagra. That, you think that should be my Malagra? Yeah. All right, well... Sure, it's an extra attack. It's a close combat thing. I guess that's true. This guy looks like a fucking Malagra so much. I actually thought... I thought you told me he was that. No, no. okay. So, So anyway, he's... I still got to do some building on him, but I think this is going to be a model that I'm going to, like, really put some effort into painting and try to make this a centerpiece and potentially, like, submit this as single model for a painting competition. Well, all your Magos's look fucking terrific. Like for real, like I I remember like the last time I looked at one and just being like, holy crap, there's like some crazy detail work on this. Like they're more detailed than. than well, they mine. should be right. Like they're, they're your HQ. I I feel sure. like you should be putting you did, more. You've done more detail on them though than I think I've done on mine. Like for real, you picked out some pretty crazy shit. They're awesome. Yeah, I, I so, I got I'm I mean, I'm this is definitely something that, I am not gonna paint until I'm like super inspired, and I want like. It needs to be the right time to 
to dive into him. So I'm kind of like I still need to put some bits and pieces together with him, but um, he'll he'll come along at some point for sure. But it was just something that I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna finally build this dude. Yeah. And when I built him, I also went through all of my hobby boxes and kind of did like a whole reorganization of all of my stuff just to kind of do an inventory of what I have, pulling out some stuff for you for like your assassin that you want to build and yeah. just kind of getting that stuff more together. This is what I'm literally getting the vibe of right now is like combining those two kids. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I also have been really doing a lot of work on Titanicus again. So, um, we played an awesome game with Phil and Eric. We did yeah. this four way. Really, it turned into just like a, it was a, two, a one, two V two, but it ended up just being two one V ones. Yeah. Play, basically. But still had it like such a good night. I yeah. played it on the, uh, the forge world table of a six awesome. by four and everything was painted. Everything was painted. All the armies were fucking gorgeous. Like, yeah. it was like, it this was is... Really cool. this I is... got, like, my stuff done just in time, too. It was like, I, I literally painted the stuff so I could have it, like, on the table that day. Like, yeah, yeah. everything was done. It was really nice. So you did a big push for that, and then I think a few of us after that game got really inspired. I know Phil has been working a on shit ton on his, and also um, I then, after that... I use some of Phil's knights for the first time, and Phil's doing the same night house as me. I'm doing cold shroud. So finally, I like finally worked on my baby knights and got them basically all painted. So, Tay, I'll show you like really quickly here of some little baby knights. I don't know if you can see them, but I've got cold shroud is a uh, mostly yellow but with white highlights yeah, yeah. to it. I've seen them before. Um, and then I. Damn, man. Also, in that game, fucking Eric turned the entire... Like, basically, it turned it turned out that John and Phil went up against each other, and then Eric and I went up against each other. And on Eric's Warlord, he had a Quake can Cannon, and that single weapon basically dictated that entire game. So after that, I was like, I gotta get one of these Quake Cannons. So I ordered... A Quake Cannon and the dual um, Gatling Blasters for the top of the Warhound, yeah. or Warlord, and got those painted up. So painted the the knights, uh, the baby knights, six of them, um, those two weapon swap outs. And then I also went out and bought uh, the new Nighthouse bo box. So I've got now like a full Nighthouse, so I'll have 12 baby knights, four um, Lancers, cool. and two of the... Um, Porfirion. So yeah, that's crazy. I'll, I think in the end I'll have six baby knights. Yeah, I have. The, I got. Th uh, you have three have lancers, three, three right? Printed uh, Mechanicum knights. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched about that. So they're gonna get some work on them soon. But yeah, the uh, the baby knights. I think I have six, three lancers. Yeah, you got and, six and in the I box. I will then. have three Porfirions. So you'll still have more, but yeah, you've got a good fucking chunk of knights. Yeah, definitely. Now I just have to get them painted. Painting these baby knights were was a bit of a bitch. Like there is, they're a pain in the fucking ass. There's a lot of detail because yeah, they're taking it turns this out. They're a, literally a giant kit that they scale down, so it has trim on fucking everything. Everything. <laughs> takes longer to paint than a dreadnought, and it's like half the. Size. I don't. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. Uh, but had a, had a really good time painting them, even that it took a lot longer than I was expecting. It took me like six hours to paint my fucking little Porfirion. Isn't oh, that crazy? Yeah. 
What's it? Like For me, six hours would be good. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I think, I think that's about it for me. I don't think I bought anything else because I'm trying to keep my buying to a minimum. Actually, to be honest, I actually bought two of the night boxes. So, but I, I'm, I more bought the other one because it's, it is like a legitimate, really good deal. So I bought it because like, well, maybe we can use those for uh, Titanicus prizes Mm. for at the Weekend Warriors. So, little hint, hint for anyone that's uh, thinking of coming. Um, so I think that is me. John, you want to go next? Sure. I am the last. Bringing up the caboose. Um, yeah, I think we've actually done a pretty good chunk of stuff, surprisingly. So I finished my Porphyrion for Titanicus um, for that game. Yep. I built and painted my Warhound. For that game game as well, well, yeah. yeah. So, like, my... It's kind of awesome, because my uh, Titanicus is almost entirely painted now. So, I just have three knights left. I have two to build, and I got three printed bodies for them. So, they look like Mechanicum knights. Like, I have two... uh, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I have two two, uh, Margera knights. Bam Margera knights, you mean? Bam Margera knights, and then I have two... Or one Styrix. And then I have a a single Lancer to build still. So, how are you going to run those? Uh, I'm going to run the Styrix as having a rapid-fire battle cannon. Yes, yeah. rapid-fire battle cannon. And then the other ones I'm going to run as ha- having melted cannons for the uh, lightning gun. Okay. And then I'm going to give them... I'm going to give the uh, Styrix a melted gun cause, to represent the grab gun. Okay, sweet. So I feel like that's, you know, not gamey at all. It's like just, just representing them as the closest things they could be, you know? Like, yeah. Well, maybe in the future we'll get some rules for them as well. Hopefully. That's definitely a possibility. Yeah, totally. Um, yes, so I painted that Titanicus Warhound. I felt I was really jazzed on that because that was, like, something I've been putting off for fucking ever. <laughs> it was, like, giving me anxiety because, like, my Titanicus just, you know, it's like I had enough for, like, one list. I was like, okay, I need to, like, be able to play more than one list. And So, yeah, I painted a bunch of weapons for Titanicus as well, so... Uh, for that game, I painted up, like, uh, another Plasma, Sun Fury Plasma Annihilator, yeah. the Warlord. I painted up a um, Volcano Cannon, a Melta Cannon, uh, and a Turbo Laser Destructor for a Reaver. Okay. Yeah. And then the whole Warhound. Uh, I painted my Plasma um, Cauldron things for my... Uh, Deo. Yep, and they look awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on them. I actually kind of fucked them up when I did them, and then I just covered it up with airbrush. Oh, I think so it, you can't I tell. would never be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, I think they look awesome. Thanks. Um, and then I painted a... This is probably the biggest thing on the list, I think, is uh, I painted my uh, Lightning Strike Fighter. Yeah. To completion, which was, like, super fun, and it's... Super cool looking. I was really excited while I was painting it. I was like, because it's like that combination of all three. It's like, I'm really into this model right now because it's like thematically different. Right. And it's cool. It's like, I used to look at them. I wasn't really a huge fan, but then I started appreciating them because they were so like Navy looking and not Astartes looking. Right. And then I was thinking about like flyers that I needed and 
I was like, I really need a lightning. I really do. Like, I just need a lightning. I was like, I play a lot of lists that would really benefit from the lightning. And then I was looking at it, and I was like, I got started getting way more excited about it because I was like, oh, there's things I could do with a lightning that would be, like, just slightly different so I could, like, represent that it's navy. So I painted it, like, Sons of Horus green. I think there's a little bit of black accent on it because I think I have two stripes on each wing. But then I did, like, a navy gray on the, on the a stripe. Okay. On each wing as well. And Just to like, differentiate them slightly. Yeah, so it looks like navy. So literally, so it looks like navy. It looks yeah. like human auxilia that would be in the fleet. That would be like this is a this is like attached to the sons of Horus. It is a technically a legion craft, but it's it's a navy craft. It's yeah. not some of the sturdiest craft. So yeah, super happy with that. Um, I actually painted up and built my uh, Amiga knight. Oh, so, the armature. Armature, yeah. Yeah, so like the baby knights. The baby knights. So I bought that one off Troy, like or not, ba- not like day. Titanicus baby knights, but the baby Armager forty k hundred millimeter knight. Yeah, yeah. So I bought that uh, one off of Troy. Okay. And he just kind of gave it to me. Sweet. And it was sitting there forever, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna wait for to maybe be able to turn this into a mechanic one. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. There's no point. Like, I'll just play, I'll just paint it. Cause like, whatever, I'll, I'll just paint it. I'll get practice on it. I'll use it. I'm sure. Cause it's like only 200 points in my night list anyways. Yeah. And I can use it as a learning experience so that when I do the Mechanicum ones, they'll be nicer. Yeah. They're the ones I like more, obviously they're way more fitting to the theme of that army. Yeah. They're, and they look fucking awesome. They are, do look amazing. So yeah, fully painted. Uh, I'm just waiting for the base materials for it. What are you going to do for the base? I just like the same way I've done my other Mechanicum ones where the the non-standard size bases where I've just like put that card on yeah, yeah, and started adding little bits to it. It looks awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I'm glad you think it looks all right. I you got like that stuff from BC like, Shavers, right? Yeah, so yeah. I ran out. So oh, like, okay. I ordered, like, yeah, I had, to, I had to order another one that's actually just in stock like yesterday to go get it. So everything but the base on that is done. And uh, that was fun, actually, because, like, I built it, and I painted it, and it was, like, I like was kind of, like, eh, on it. And then I, like, I, sp- I sprayed it down so it wasn't so, like, shiny, and then I put, like, I added some more transfers to it. So one of my favorite things with the Malinax transfers is they have that uh, alien writing, that, like, z- yeah, yeah. Yep. Z- Xanite writing. And um, you can use them to a really nice effect when you put them into straight lines so like with knights any sort of panels that are like long sort of extended panels you can use them and they're subtle enough that they don't make the model look cluttered but they they look really cool on the white on the red or on the black depending on what color you choose right if they're on black and you choose red it looks great if you put the black on um the red or the white it also looks great great yeah yeah i was looking at that earlier so good um so yeah i was like looking at it i didn't really like it and then i added like two of those and suddenly i liked it i was like okay it looks way better now well it's yeah it's amazing what just adding a couple transfers can do to a model and and yeah just make it pop that much more right just add a little totally a little je ne sais quoi it's like everyone gets their bad at, at applying them at first like when i started applying transfers i wasn't very good at like placement but like more like i didn't know how to like like not go overboard so i think i've said this before but i have like that the land the um, brass scorpion 
And it's like... Yeah, yeah, right. I have to go back, and I'm like, I don't like that I put transfers on, like, the front two panels of it, the Scorpion transfers. I hate them. So I'm like, I have to go back. Well, you can use... You can use one of the... mic. Oh, you already sealed it in. Which is fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. airbrush over it. But, like... So you, like, learn, like, how to be a little more, like, sparing with them and really make them look good and not just, like, fucking overload the model with them. Yeah. Like, everyone goes through that stage with transfers. <laughs> like, the first models have way too many transfers. It's funny. I've done a couple like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, super stoked with how that thing actually turned out. And it didn't take long, so... And then uh, the shame was coming up, so I was like, well, fuck, I need to <laughs> I need to start this. But also, I was getting kind of pumped up, because I painted that little knight. I'm getting kind of excited right now, because I'm like, I'm within an arm's reach of having my knight list. So basically... You just need a lancer, basically. I need basically. two more... Well, no, in, in reality, I need two Serastas, and then two more little baby mechanic knights. Serastas? Which one's that? The tall, like... Like Lancer and a Natropos. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, two two Mechanicum, a Megarasal. I can't remember what they're actually called, but yeah, two of the, the small small ones. Right. Are you gonna do? You, have you decided which ones you're gonna do in terms I'm of the loadouts? I'm gonna do loadouts? one with uh, a, with a uh, Siege Claw and a uh, Grav. Yeah. Thing, and then I'm gonna do another one with two Lightning Locks. That's kind of like the initial loader. Mm-hmm. Hotness. Shit. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, I was just thinking about it. Like, well, I'm, a, I'm more than halfway there now. Yeah, no, which for is sure. Nice. It's like, okay, so, like, I know that, that, the, so, so that's what we get into now here is like, I, I did the, uh, so I want my center, center shawl to look awesome. And I've had this planned out for a while. I literally had the pose planned out. I had the base planned out. I have, like, I bought the head for it a really long time ago. Because it's going to be... Didn't you buy that, like, over a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it was, like, they, w- they went out of production, so I had to get it right then and there. Yeah. And then... Yeah, because uh, they don't sell those anymore, right? Any of the head up? No. Up? Yeah, that's too bad. It's kind of lame. But, uh... You got the one with, uh... Did you get the one with the iris? Mm, like, like, the circle? Eye, and then there's, like, two... F- there's, like, two fan... Sort of fan things at the bottom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know that one. Because it's, like... So, in your book, Seven... Have you ever seen, like, the, the, like, Malinax Night Lancer that's in that? Uh, I probably have, but I can't think of it. It's like, it, it's a Nan, or something like that, and it's like, that's like the name of the pilot, and it's like a Night Lancer that was at Prospero, and basically, it, like, witnessed, like, Malinax was at Prospero, and they witnessed Mortis get completely de- destroyed by, uh, Xenobast. They got, like, ambushed by Xenobast, and fucking annihilated, and they were supported by how by, by part of uh, Malinax. I think it was like supposed to be like a hundred knights or something like that. Okay. And they were basically like, "Fuck, we can't." Like they were supposed to be supporting the engines in in this engine fight, but when Mortis got so thoroughly fucked up immediately, M- Malinax basically was like, "Fuck this!" Fuck and, this like, we're out. <laughs> yeah, they like retreated into like into the courtyards of the of. Um, What's it called? Uh, Tiska. And so this one... A hundred nights, that's crazy. Lancer, <laughs> yeah. So this one Lancer who was, like, the Seneschal, this is the one that I'm playing. It's, like, he went and he killed, like, a hundred humans or whatever, like, that day alone. And, yeah, he's got, like, 
art in the book, he looks awesome. And I was just like, I want this guy to be my Seneschal. He looks cool, and it'd be fun to recreate this guy. Yeah, totally. And they have like they have like the cool lore with him, so they're like, like note that he has like very limited actual Malinax Malinax like logo like symbols on him, and note that you will see like more Xana symbols because he wasn't he like something like he hasn't fought with Malinax as long, and he's like his allegiance is more with Xana than with like the actual Night House. Okay, cool. Which was kind of cool. I was like, okay, this is like. Some some cool flavors. So yeah, he's gonna be my knight. Got the pose picked out, and I decided what could be more awesome than a seneschal standing on top of another destroyed knight. Yeah. So I I bought Perturabos, and and I basically sold Perturabo and I kept the base. That's awesome, dude. I and you've already painted the base. Yeah, and so you painted the, the head, right? Yeah, I painted yeah. the head. That's the next thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I just got the body, build it, but except the, to. The get the, the, the 95% of the rest of it. But, yeah, that's awesome, dude. No, I mean, that's sure. what you did with the last night, right? Like, you had the yeah. the bits and the, pieces. Like the, it makes it go fast because you just, like, you get it and you're like, well, I'm already part done, so I might as well finish it. So whatever that's I do, get that Lancer. Dunk. What's that? Another podunk. Yeah. Well, and it's like, when I get that Lancer, I'll have it done in a week. There's no way I won't. Like, yeah, no, well, you're like that. As soon as you get something that, like, you're super jacked on, it's just like, psh, and it's done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's definitely a thing these days. Um, and then I airbrushed the base coats on three Thalax. So this is this was cool because I have ne- never actually airbrushed any of my... Thalax uh, before? Air, my infantry period. Oh, okay. Because I didn't, I, haven't, I didn't have an airbrush the whole time with that army, so... Most of the infantry didn't benefit from the airbrush. Uh, it wasn't until, like, only s- the smallest things in my army, that army that had been airbrushed, are, like, my Domitars and then, like, two of my Castle because okay. I literally got my airbrush in the middle of doing my Castle Um So I kind of was, like, looking at other sort of schemes and stuff, and I, and I just wanted to have the transition between the brown and the bone be nicer. So, and I also wanted to have like more white on the thalax so i actually did their arms in white on these ones to make them look a little bit more like i don't know stand so they're not done but the base coats are done nice and i'm like pretty stoked on them they're definitely gonna be the, the best looking ones they look really fucking good so happy with that and then uh i also airbrushed a dread claw which was a fucking nightmare but i got it over with because don't tell me that i've only got them. Well, no, I've only not, got you're six not of them. Painting them like mine, me, I am. That's true. I'm painting them where you have to like tape off every single like wing that you want red to be on because John wants to do just hair and dry claws to be fluffy. <laughs> yeah. And it takes like four fucking ever because there's like eighteen ridges. It's literally like the one. Yeah. So so. <laughs> so. You're getting PTSD from thinking about masking. But I got it. I got it <laughs> over with, and I did it. And then like there was a bunch of overspray, but I was like, all right, whatever. I'm good enough with my airbrush now. I can go back and like fucking fix the black over the overspray of the red, and like fix it with the black. And I did it. And it's done. So I just have to do the metals on it, and it's done. And then nice. I just started working on my other contemptor as well. So I'm gonna do the. My other just Darren Contemptor and that thing at the same time. You talking about the Contemptor that I hate? Yeah, the one that always kills your after Yeah, it's that fucking but it's piece way of shit. Sexier now. Uh, I hate that. He's got an upgrade. He had to get a. How many times has he killed my my 
my knight? At least twice, I'm pretty sure. Three times. Three times, okay. Yeah, he's great. killed James's once, and he's killed Jeremy's once. <laughs> Just their atroposes. <laughs> Just atroposes. <laughs> he's the atropos hunter? Yeah, you yeah. always like... He's like, crikey, he's grabbing it by the ass. Yeah. Look at this literally. thing, he's fucking mad. <laughs> he's like, melt a guns it in the butt, and then grabs his cheeks, and it explodes. But then it also explodes at the same time, but it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, he definitely I makes actually, up his points. That's I for was, sure. I was sitting there last night and I was like, well, fuck, I'm like, what could I work on right now? I could be painting the metals on my drag claw and my, uh, contemptor. Cause that would just make sense. Cause I'm in the middle of working on them. And I was like, no, instead I'll just like start working on a tactical squad because to my shame, I do not have a single tactical squad painted for my 10,000 Sons of Warriors. <laughs> because I only have veterans, like I have veterans that I can use as tacticals, but they're, in my mind, they're veterans. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to, I'm going to start work on a 20-man tactical squad because I have like a ton of infantry just sitting in a box. So I got the base codes done on them, I repaired them, I put close combat weapons on them and shit like that. Ooh. So they're kind of in the pipeline to be my next thing. Like I can definitely say that they will be done in the next like month or two. I'm not going to like skip on them any, that much longer. Like nice. So yeah. And that's all mine. Um, well, also, and so I was sitting around the other day and I was painting and I was just like, what would happen if I just like typed in on Google Xana black library just to see if there's like anything. Oh yeah. 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 Anything. And then it's like, I get a link to a book. Okay, what's this book? This book is a Black Shields book, and it's called, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the second Black Shields book. Okay. And it's literally like, after after the Xana insertion, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the World Eater character that's like the Black Shield commander that in book six. Oh, I don't know, that's... But this is like post-Scoria being broken guy. out of jail and whatnot. Yeah, it's po and it like it literally mentions it's like after the Xana insertion this happens and then like I'm like looking and I realize there's a book before this and the book before this the description of it says literally nothing except for it's like caught between enemy lines and like this and this and this uh Eldred Har I think is his name. Yeah, Eldred. Like something like that. Like, yeah. something like that. like yeah, the guy from not Eldred the something horror the the guy oh the, the, world, the world leader okay sorry yeah he's like the main character in this and okay. i'm like and i'm like okay so if there's a prequel book to this there's no way that they would bring up the xana insertion if that wasn't actually in the book before that they're like but the book doesn't describe the xana so i just like bought it i was like on a whim pulls Pulls please. Me. Yeah, it was literally like, just please just be about the Xana insertion, please. And it was. <laughs> it was literally a short story about the Xana insertion. And it's like, it's crazy because no one knows about it, dude. And I you see, don't even know the name of it. Even, it's, it's Black Shield. You gotta, look, you gotta figure this out. I'll find it out right now. Okay, so while John's looking that up, the other thing of both of our progresses just before we started recording here... We uh, did. We running our first. Uh, we're running through the Chondax campaign, doing a little bit of uh, research into yeah. some missions that we're going to run at our at the Big D for D- day two, and we are on turn six. We had to pause here, so we're gonna once we finish recording. We're like tied right now too. 
we're tied, but very, very cool. So this is the mission. It's uh, the first mission, um, and it, basically you deploy your either both of your forces, and then your warlord is in the center. Both your of your warlord warlords, and, and yes. they're like bodyguard, so basically. They, it's hammer and imagine hammer and anvil deployment, except your army can only deploy eighteen inches in and not twenty four. So it's uh, it's long. It's long table. Like you're. It's the longest line of sight you could have. Yeah. Like you're sitting, you're having the most like space between you and the backfield. You're perpendicular, whatever. You're perpendicular. To this perpendicular. Table. Yeah. So. And then you, you, for the first round, your warlords can't. No one can shoot at your warlords. And the warlords are deployed in a separate um, deployment Phase, zone, yeah. which is literally in the middle, and they're they're like in a six inch space, like like next to each other basically right so john's the deceiver so first he deployed then i deploy my on my side and then john roll the dice on a four plus we swap you would swap our, like, the like hq deployments exactly so, like, my hq's back could be facing his guys and vice versa yeah. but we didn't get that so his is on his side but it's like you know, I've talked to it before how, like, I'd really like to get more mission, like, a book of missions. And yeah. this, I'm having, so far, this, this is, is awesome. a super, it really is. It's super cool. Super cool and it's like, it's like narrative. one of the fun missions. Like, if you're playing Chondax and you're like, you know, if you're looking at it from the perspective of fluff, it's going to be, it's, I can already tell it's going to be super fun. Because, like, right now I'm playing a list that has my, my warlord is a Legion champion. I've never done that. I've never even played a Legion Champion. Yeah. I'm not even playing a Red of War right now. I just Neither am I. I was like, fuck it. I've never played a game without a Red of War in my life. Neither have I. And this is this is like a fun way to play the game. Totally. It's like, okay, let's have, we'll just make a slightly more balanced list. Like I like that it's smaller, way more infantry too. You're not like, taking characters because it's like smaller scale engagements. Yeah. So it makes more sense to have like a fucking, like kind of. I don't know, some cool console is your, like, warlord. Yeah, I'm doing the the mortif Mortificator, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've got two yeah. close combat dreadnoughts with yeah. fucking, so fucking grab in the, oh in the palms, God. and, like, John's running his two Sakaran lists, so it, by turn, t basically, it would have been very different if we weren't playing this mission, because if my, I like, my warlord's right in the middle of the board with these intense. two fucking... Dreads, they can't attack each other. They can't they're warlords. Each other, but it's like they're deployed next to each other. So I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, I I sent AJ a message, and I'm like, I was like, oh, maybe we should just play the first mission of Chondax, and he's like, thumbs up, cool. And Let's I'm like, do I'm, it. I looked at the, I I made a list, cool, and then I looked at the mission, I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool mission. I'm like, this will be really cool. Like, AJ will probably have his like Centurion guy, and he'll be like. He'll have like a squad of uh, immortals or something with him. It's gonna yeah. be really cool. Like, and then like <laughs> nope. AJ starts building his list, and then he's like, he's like, wait, is a can a mortificator be your warlord? Is he like a supporting <laughs> officer? And I was like, I'm gonna sit in there. I'm like, I, I think he's a supporting he, officer. And I looked it up, and he's, he's not. Like, nope. And then I'm just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, I was like, dude, a mortificator's gonna be crazy in this like this setting. And then I'm like sitting there thinking, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> fucking warlord with his like two contenders this is gonna be like right right up in the face of my like poor reavers and my champion like yeah but it's funny because like 
it also the beginning of the game you just shit the bed with your rolls and then now in the later ends of the game i'm shitting (sighs) the bed with my rolls so it'll be interesting to see how this one turns i would like to just point out that the shitting of the fucking bed that my rolls were (laughs) is not like normal shitting in the bed of rolls and 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 to be clear, the shitting of the bed and the rolls that you have had has been Nothing. not even yeah, I know. a minuscule comparison to like. So he shot he shot both of his of his Sakarans, the Sakaran Punishers, at a squad of eight Las Cannon dudes. So it's sixty shots, right? Yeah. And he didn't kill yeah, one I got, dude. I got eighteen. Whoa. wounds. I got eighteen wounds, and I didn't kill a single dude. And then immediately after that, I deep strike my dest- destroyer squad, and it it dies. It dies. I let him re-roll let it re-roll though. It, but then he then then he then I got the set. I rolled a one the first time, and then I rolled a two, two. which was like sweet. And then so like, I he got to play in like a back corner. <laughs> hey, it's better than losing them outright. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty good. So those Sakarans, it's been impressive. They are a 500-point unit that I got first turn on, did no <laughs> damage, and are dead. <laughs> and then they, yeah. Ugh. But it, we're tied, so we'll see we how it tied. goes. It's so close. I'm actually stoked because yeah. origi- initially it was just like, oh, and then it got, started getting close. I was like, oh, this is way more fun now. Like, oh, well. I'm just um, – just because that, that's – Chondax is literally uh, – yeah, man. Uh, Alpha Legion and White Scar. I know, man. I'm gonna, I'm but, gonna be getting back into dude, my the in thing. the New Year. So. At least with the first mission, it's like it doesn't really matter. No. Like we're playing it, it's like, well, this actually makes sense. It's like this is just some engagement that happened around Istvan, and it's like two, it's like two armies that were like for were stationed outside of, like. On an, in another system but, and didn't know what was going on and like the sons of horse are just betraying them here or yeah. whatever like it's an easy yeah it's definitely definitely yeah. a fun mission for sure yeah, well totally. I was like I'm just imagining that mission is like my HQ is a jet bike squad that's hilarious yeah it's just, <laughs> so, like, so you can't target the HQ the first unit so your jet bike squad would just completely reposition yeah and then, and then AJ's stupid like Good game Yeah, I just be left there with my fucking dick in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. But uh no, definitely super fun. I'm looking forward to like continuing to play through some of these missions. Yeah, me too. Yeah. For fucking sure. But uh yeah, so real quick, finish up. The book was not bad. Yeah. It was it was like it was alright, but on the bright side, it was literally about like um whatever his name is, Har stealing the stealing those ordinatas. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. It's yeah. literally, it's like, it gives you, it's like, oh, there's like a fleet attacking Xana at the same time that Dorn is sent. And at the same time that that's happening, this guy is infiltrating um, Xana and he's meeting with their like highest ranking um, Archmagos, the guy who's in control at the time of of their like. Right. Forge of world, the incursion. Of the, of the, like, the, the Forge world. Yeah. He, and he is. He has gone and killed, like, a brutal Sons of Horus uh, chieftain, warlord, and taken his armor and is wearing it. And they're all wearing Sons of Horus armor. And this guy, this uh, Archmagos Dominus guy, is, like, basically thinks he's meeting with an emissary of Horus. And he's showing him the power of these Ordinatus as a gift to Horus because he's they built I remember three. that from the from the yeah. book yeah so it's literally from like they're six. sitting they're sitting in like a Mastodon transport and they're watching like yeah these Ordnatus kill like thousands of yeah 
of like indentured thralls and, and stuff. Like yeah. Lehman Russes and then like some felt some bane blades start coming out and shit and they're just like boom and looks like annihilating entire columns of fucking it's pretty awesome. Awesome. And they're just like sitting there and they're like these these loyalists and they're like, we need to fucking kill these guys. And we're like, this is insane. We're watching this. And at the same time that all this is happening, there is a um there's a uh a Davin priest. Oh yeah, okay, him. yeah, yeah. And he's like talking, he he's listening to Har speak, and he's like, you can see that he's putting it together. He's like, I've spoken with Har before. This isn't Har. And he's like figuring it out as it's happening. And then yeah, like the it's kind of cool. So you get, I got like a little bit of a glimpse into how Xana works as a forge world and what they're just, what their vibe is, which was really cool. Sweet. So the impression that I got was they're an extremely practical forge world. And the way that they view Mars is not antagonistically. And it's not even with it and with really like relative to a that a lot of the other forge worlds who were probably like more traitor where they right. look at Mars and they'd probably be kind of spiteful. They don't really seem to hold any resentment to them. Okay. They just kind of think the fabricator general himself is a bit of an idiot. <laughs> okay. So like, it was a very interesting. I was like, oh, this is cool. I actually get to get like a little vibe for like how the how this like forge world. And did you figure out the name of the book? Yeah, it's uh, False War. False um, War. Okay. Black Shield False War. All right. Sweet. So read it if you're uh, a Xana. Go uh, check it out. All right. So is that the end that of your the huge end of list? Huge shame. All right, so let's shut down the hobby shame, and we will take a quick break and come back for our 2019 year in review and 2020 look forward. Wow, John, your hobby game's looking pretty swole. Yeah, it's because I've been uh, clanging and banging at uh, Everything Games out there in Langford, but... Everything games? You mean Rob's store? Yeah, they've got pretty much everything for all your uh, hobby game needs. Everything games has all your hobby needs from Plastic 30K, Adeptus Titanicus, Warhammer 40K, Age of Sigmar, X-Wing, Magic, and board games. Everything games has you covered. Visit everythinggames.ca for more. What? Oh, holy bolter, how do you shoot tonight? <laughs> was, oh, that yeah. was that it, like, just jamming out? The sound oh. of a bolter jamming? <laughs> That's, it sounds like an old guy throwing out his back and having an orgasm at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be the worst fetish ever. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a fucking Emperor's Children type of thing. Simply <laughs> an Emperor's Children would be a sadist enough to want to throw out their back. <laughs> John, you know, that's it's just the, the troubles that you, you go through, you know, with your back issues and you blame it on the Emperor's Children. Exactly. It's so much easier. <laughs> All right. So 2019 year in review, boys. It's been a, a pretty solid year, I think. Um, who wants to kind of, I guess it's like, who wants to are go we first? talking just like heresy year or general year? Oh, well, I think we, we're I think obviously we're talking heresy, but I think we can, we can kind of break it up in this way that we, we can talk about kind of 
personal things that we did in the heresy over 2019 and highlights of that and release it, maybe releases that they've done. And then we can, after we talk about that, then we can get into what we are looking forward to of 2020. Ah, yes. So who wants to go first or who wants to Uh, kick things off? I'll go first because honestly, my 2019 was a pretty lackluster heresy year for me. Okay. And why is that? Well, I had a lot of personal changes in my life. Yes. And I just wasn't able to commit the time I needed to. Like, how many times have I actually seen you guys for 2019 face-to-face? Not as many as years before. That's I don't know. Once? If? If? Yeah. Once, right? it's, been, it's been a difficult year for And with that, it kind of hampers your need for heresy. Yeah. We've seen Tao more than once. Tao and I got to go to our first concert together, which was not heresy related, but definitely a highlight of 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a team building (laughs) exercise, 1999. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so my heresy was short, but um, like I, I started and finished an entire army in 2019. Yep. Of my Space Wolves. Oh, I didn't even talk about that in my hobby progress or whatever. So I'll do that. So I started my Space Wolves in 2019. Yes. Got them painted up for our event, added to them. And then the latest thing for them is that I own 11 drop pods for them now. I think, didn't you talk oh, about that? I was confused. Right. This was some wolves. Okay. I thought you did. Did we not talk about that in the last He mentioned thing? it to a degree. I but think I don't you, think in such detail. No. So I think it was a plan before. Yeah, so now I just have all the drop pods. Yeah. Instead of planning <laughs> to have them, now he has them. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And so, yeah, so now the Space Wolves have some variation, pods. and don't now it's good. painting of those, because they're the worst thing to paint ever. <laughs> so yeah. boring. Shut up, yeah. I need to paint seven of them. He might have yeah, it worse than me, but... I don't have any dread claws, there's normal drop pods. That's true. That's and there's Space Wolf gray. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be so easy to paint. Yeah. And but, are, are they sealed up or are they opened? They're going to be open, boys. Okay, well, a little bit more work then, but... Yeah, but so, yeah, uh, so now the Space Wolves have lots of variation and fun times, and I can drop an entire company's worth of Marines if I really want. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Uh, and then, Shit. so, we had did the Space Wolves, which is cool, and they're definitely the unsung heroes of Book uh, of Inferno. There are definitely a lot of crazy shit in there. Those 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 AP two axe guys that hit what are they called again? The ones that are like two plus saves. They're basically oh, their, their version of destroyers. Yeah, with those amazing models. They're fucking. Oh they're, yeah, the Death Sworn. They're yes. fucking terrifying. Those things yeah. like give me nightmares, dude. But if you don't kill, Reavers, if you don't kill them all, they... Reavers don't even like. They don't want a fucking single part of that shit. <laughs> well, hell no. No, those Death Sword are... They hit like trucks. They fucking do. It's brutal. I had a unit of those wipe adjust Aaron unit in Avalon. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. I, I literally... Dude, I got triggered by... Is that by Ashton? One of the four, yeah, one of the four... I mean, it was a weakened squad, but yes. It was kind of like a forced... I had mm-hmm. to charge a unit... Basically sat there, got countercharged. It was just like, oh, they have really cool, <laughs> cra- crazy cool grenades too. But uh, 
I was like on one of the one of the Facebook pages, and this guy was like, "Am I wrong in saying that Death Sworn is slightly underpowered because the Suzerain have all this stuff?" And I was just like, "You fucking wiener!" <laughs> like, like the Suzerain, the best unit in thirty k. Like our Space Wolf unit isn't as good as the Suzerain for these reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, the Death Sworn have more attacks. Yeah. And hit harder than the Caesarean. Yeah, and you would know he used to be yeah. an Ultramarine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? they weapon so. skill five on the charge, right? Weapon skill five on the charge. They have rad grenades. Yeah. They have rad grenades and, and some crazy other fucking grenade. Yeah, and if you don't kill all of them, they all get their attacks. Still. Yeah, that's I yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. And they have two up saves as well. And, and two up saves. Armor. So what and is it? Art- Artificer? They all have Artificer? They all have hard- yeah. Artificer hardened armor. Oh, shit. So you blast yeah, yeah, AP3, you're doing nothing to them. Wow. And then, uh, and then the only characters they can take are their speakers, and the, cool. which gives them preferred yeah. enemy infantry. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, they, they and feel no pain. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. So you painted that basically that entire army this year. Yeah, well, that, so that's a five, almost 6,000 points of wolves. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I've seen this army once now, and that was at our event. Yeah. So, other, like, for other personal highlights, do you have anything else other than painting uh, the whole army? Uh, getting rekindled to do my white scars again. Yes, I, I'm very happy mm-hmm. about this. Um. Getting rekindled, do my white scars again, and uh, personal highlight: uh, getting Gilbert to becoming a better player. G. Bert in the house, or Bert? soon to be in the house, but yes, he has gotten a lot better. He doesn't have a cutthroat mentality. I'm looking forward to playing. We've never played a game, and we're going to play. What? Yeah, really? I've never oh, played. Wow. Well, we—that's we not true. Play we've played team games before right. but never a one-on-one game and i feel like we're very similar in terms of our like chilled out i think i'm gonna pull out the iron hands continue with the iron hands salamanders bitch get, go get something that's traitor i can't i'm not demon son sorry continue continue Teo. all right so teo building up gilbert making him the yeah. pimp he is Making the pimpy is uh, helping uh, Nico kind of understand what he actually likes playing in Heresy. Okay. What uh, is yeah. That? What is that now? now? He realized that he he doesn't care about how much stuff dies. It's how much of his stuff dies. Okay. So he would rather not do a ton of damage, but have his stuff live. <laughs> so, what army does that equal? Imperial fists. Imperial. Okay. Imperial fists, sure. Because I saw that he's selling off all of his custodes. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. So, he, honestly, so what happened is he's played, he's played his custodes against me, and I've never lost against them. <laughs> well, you're also a very good player, sir. And you're playing scars, which feels like the end. No, episodes. I've used my wolves. I've oh, used wow. ultramarines. Really? I've used yeah, yeah. Oh, my wolves Rick rolled them, dude. Loyalist on loyalist. Shit is a little triggering for my <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, no, I've even my Iron Warriors, which lacked AP two, still destroyed them. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what they play like now. 
I've been thinking about them a lot, and I'm going to be sea shavers the next few days. They just don't get enough stuff. I mean, that yeah, is... we'll see. I don't know. I had pretty good luck when I played them. Like I didn't. Lose so, but that's the thing is, if you go toe to toe them, you're gonna lose. Yeah. In combat, that's the thing is but a lot of players are they're ca- they're kind of <laughs> slow. Uh, they have Crusaders, and they can run really fast, but yes. And now they yeah. can't They can't do that thing where they all deep strike, but they can still choose the Warlord trait where they all have Infiltrate, or three of them. Do. Yeah, so. but ultimately, like, they can't, they can't saturate the field enough to actually win on objectives. Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, they, I can they see seem that. like Especially when you're taking their, like, dreadnoughts and their, like, yeah. bigger tanks. But that all, so yeah, cool. that comes down to your list building, right? Like, Yeah, I think degree. they're a really hard list. I think they're a really hard army to build from the If you played a lot out. of Sentinels, if you were someone who played a lot of Sentinels, you would actually have pretty good, pretty good scoring ability because... Yeah, I that's our If I was to play custodes, I'd be doing a lot of spear sentinel guys. Sentinels and... are the ones with the shields. And the thing is is that they get more expensive the more you add to a unit. So they're one they're the only Mid-maxing unit in the them. game where literally if you take more than three, it is more costly for you to take more an, an additional one. So they're yeah. like they're emphasized as like a smaller like if you're gonna take sentinels you probably want three to six. And if you're going over six, I don't know what you're doing because you're just wasting points. Yeah, but if you have like a bunch of squads... I don't know why you do like... squads of custodes more than six. No, no, I don't know why either. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wouldn't be much point. But, yeah, so if you... They're the one thing. Also, they can't take down aircraft, which is another no, thing. No, they, really they have do. a real hard time taking down aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so... So that was uh, something. Uh, and then... Uh, continue with this podcast, guys. Like yeah. we're going strong. We're still yeah, going. I'm proud of us. Forty-six episodes. That's good stuff. That's good like stuff. We've, we've had lots of like you know, like in the really bad reality television things where they show like little, like blippets of drama. <laughs> <laughs> like they just like show it, and it's like you mean they, lo- they show the same piece of drama for like six episodes in a row because it's the only thing that'll like come up they'll just like keep like like yeah next time on and you're like it didn't happen again that's our fuck <laughs> you man exactly exactly that's our that's our podcast it's like imagine like just like AJ's always just like saying fucking outrageous shit he's like well fucking tail like get your shit together what the fuck and then we all live in like a giant like house and, and like the the in the mountain, not the mountains, but the hills of like LA. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a giant pool. And I have no idea have, where this is going, we but all I like have it. Sweet abs too. And we're basically <laughs> just like sitting around, we're all just like basically sitting around a pool all day. And like when we're not doing that, we're trying to pick up chicks. And then when we're not doing that, we're arguing with each other about random bullshit drama. It's I, so I, I, I show workaholics. Probably. I've never seen it, but it sounds like it would be. I see that what I'm taking from that is that really like they're we're basically you're taking the one bit of Shore. <laughs> please like, don't associate me <laughs> and the Jersey Shore hey, ever. You've already been associated with Jersey Shore, How? sir. You're friends with Vicente. <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. I've also oh, associated wow. with them too. <laughs> like I love Vicente, but let's be honest. So we know that he was one of the doubles on Jersey Shore. <laughs> did, you, did you know that he's related to the situation? 
Uh, I don't know what that means. The situation is a member from the Jersey Shore. Are you serious? Uh, yes. Are you actually? You're fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking bullshit. I might be spreading internet rumors right oh, now, but that you. Would be that it would be amazing. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Mind. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. But no. 2019 I, in review, review. Vicente is part of the situation. So, what you're saying is that basically, if we had a TV commercial, they would take one little bit of drama and play it over and over again. But yeah. really, the main thing is just us sitting poolside with our sweet abs, just being like, exactly. I love you, man. Exactly. <laughs> then every once in a while, there's drama, and then someone cries. <laughs> it's usually it's me. It's like a bro cry, though. It's like, I'm not really crying, bro. I've got something in my eye. <laughs> bro, you don't get it. <laughs> well, I think, like, I I think for me, there's, it's been, like, a... I think I've had probably one of my, in some ways, like, best years of heresy. And maybe not in terms of gameplay, but I feel like we put on, like, the Our most successful event. event that we've ever put on yeah. in terms yeah. of uh, that was That was, I just wanted to take a minute and be like, how crazy is it that we got people flying from fucking so many places Yeah, yeah. Pretty- to come... And hang out with us idiots. No, and I made more con- connections in fucking Washington. So now I have, like, even more people. It was, like, le- yeah, legit, like, we had to have a conversation in 2019 of how big do we want these to get. Yeah. Because we can only really get so big and before it starts being, stops being, like, fun and starts being, like, a, a chore. A job. Like, yes. Yeah. So... And that's a good problem to have. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, just, you're absolutely right, Teo, like, you know, that we've made friends from, like, all over the states and yeah. all over the world, really. And we've got some of these people flying and, you know, come and hang out with us and yeah. come to our events is amazing. we so many cool people. That's the thing, man. Like, we've met, like, Greg. We've met Paul. We've met all the Spire guys. We've met Vicente. We've met Vicente. We've met all the all the different podcasters that we've met. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've met Bill. We've met all the all the California dudes. Just awesome. We have all the local people that we've that we've met that have been awesome. Yeah. We have met so many fucking cool people through this hobby, and specifically this year. I I I really want to like adopt kurt as my as my son yes as my baby yoda yes kurt could be my baby yoda any (laughs) any time it'd be so cool because then i'd have kurt in like this floating little chair he could get like as blazed as he wanted to and we wouldn't have to worry worry about him walking anywhere (laughs) and i could just like push that little floating cart to as many fish shows or heresy events as possible it really would be a dream come true for me his little body like this bass rips (laughs) (laughs) so yeah for me like that event was amazing and 
Um, and also the the Weekend Warriors event, which, Taya, I know you weren't able to come to, but yeah. that was, like, really a surprise event for me. Like, we that were just, like... That was almost my highlight event, because the thing is, that other event was, like, a little more stressful, because it was so many people. Yeah. And the Weekend Warriors thing felt so simple and, like, a pleasant surprise. It was like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know? like, we, we've got, like, there's tons of people here. we got tons of space. Yeah. Taya, like, you have to come down in April for, for this, because just so we can go and hang out in this yeah, awesome officers bar you really you really do you really should try because you'll have a blast this is actually i i have venue. more employees so i have a better chance all right Good. so that was really cool and so for the event side obviously that was awesome getting to go to um to harris camp 2 aka war games camp was amazing you know i think for that that had a little bit of a different vibe and where and I think this was because so many of us knew each other that this year the emphasis wasn't so much, at least maybe for me, on gaming, but just like hanging with fucking awesome yeah. friends that we'd made the year before. Let's, and let's be real, you know, that's probably the way to do it. Absolutely. Like gaming shouldn't be the focus. Gaming should be like... Product totally well. That's why, like, I'm friends with you guys. Is like, I wouldn't be friends with you guys if it was just like we could only hang out and play games. Like, I'm friends with you guys because we can do other things outside of gaming. So, meeting other people like that is awesome. And I had so much fun at that, and just wish that I (laughs) was able to stay up for that last night when Josh Delarosa fucking streaked naked around the camp and then hung his shorts up on the flagpole at the it's end of the night. my biggest regret of not going to these fucking places is not meeting the Del Rosas. Oh, man. He, yeah. John... So I, think that I, I think that me and me and him would probably get along. Oh, there'd like, be... There'd be power... He's got powerful legs as well, so... You'd have he, to have a powerful leg off. You'd have to... I think to, like... I, I'm pretty sure, like, obviously he gave you a golden penis award for not showing up, so he already sure. has some... Obviously, some respect for you, but I think some dick appreciation, is dick this, appreciation this, at the jo- very least. Is this Josh or Zach? No, this is Zach. Yeah, okay. but I think if you really wanted to like really shine on for him, is you'd have to show up at one of those events with the mullet wig and a onesie and like a short, short onesie, a romper. Yeah, because like honestly, John, John in a male romper with a mullet wig. Well, John like inspired so much of the of the like costumes that were down there. There was like a short short competition at the event, <laughs> <laughs> and Barth like won that hands down. Really? Oh wow, man, like powerful. oh yeah, there is there is a lot of bulge on display at that at that I, event. I love that this is a thing because like it literally started as like me going to AJ and being like I have this idea and he's like what I was like what if we <laughs> what if we just like dressed up as stereotypical Australians <laughs> when we went to the Kippers event it was like what if we just like wore like mullets and short shorts and like flip flops and the humor would be that in every fucking picture that people are taking is you know there's gonna be so many people taking pictures of their fucking miniatures that you're just gonna get your fucking like balls or your ass into it in these short shorts and like how fucking funny is this gonna be like <laughs> just like photo bombing people with short shorts at waist high tables and it just 
I, I love how much it took off. Until well, thing. it got even worse at LVO when freaking uh, Great Dan took a picture of your hog. Well, and then and then we hashtag were, never forget. And then we were on the fucking like telethon thing. Oh god, whatever. And then we <laughs> and then we had literally had Reese come up to come up. I think it was he came up to me. Did he come up to you guys? Oh yeah, he I came up he came to me. To, yeah, he was like he like slapped us on. I think it was me and you. <laughs> yeah. And he slapped us on the back, and he's like, "I just wanted to say you guys are my kind of people." <laughs> <laughs> I like you bring up the teller that I think that's where, like as much fun as we had. I'm, that was also like oh, best God. quote, my favorite quote of that. Oh, are we allowed, are we allowed to swear on here? I'm not no, the not last year's. I'm talking the, about LBO. I know, the, but this year's telethon. It's a low light. That's a low light for John and I of like passing out on the telethon or a highlight, maybe. I don't know. Literally getting hey, hair. That like was not... a great night for me. We had literally nothing to eat the whole fucking day, basically. It just like sat here and drank straight Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, and, we like, drank a two no six food. of, yeah. of just, bourbon. Like, sat there, we're just like, well, we're not feeling so good. Oh, and, and also for like trips of heading over to the spire. And doing uh, that mega battle was also awesome. Which, oh, highlight of the year for fucking sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then for, like, I would say for my hobby side of things, like, I painted, basically I painted most of my Titanicus. I painted, like, over 4,000 points since I've gotten back from um, War Games Camp. So that's Titan- in the last... Titanicus launched this year? It last launched year. last year. Late? No, it was, like, in... Middle. Middle. Okay, okay. But really, like, most of the paint... I got, like, all the base coats and stuff done, but really, like, now, until I bought this new Nightbox, I've got, like, over 3,000 points of Titanicus painted. You know, I've I've expanded on my Iron Hands. I've expanded on my Mechanicum. I painted, like, got my Demons going. You've gone entirely nuts. Like, I feel like I've done a lot this year, because I have... In reality, you've done more, a lot more than me. That's the thing that's crazy. Like I painted and, and this whole table. Slow, slow fucking painter. I yeah, painted I this whole table. Oh, I painted the the Titanicus table. So like th- this year is definitely being a huge year for hobby. Um, and then like. Yeah, I guess what maybe we'll we'll hold off into releases and maybe John. I'll, yeah, I'll, hold, that, be I'll kick it over to you for your kind of personal highlights. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What are my highlights? My highlights are that I I expanded my Mechanicum a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my painting has increased even with them. Your, but your nights, I think I've you painted really... a bunch of nights. Like, I've painted three nights... No, i painted two nights this year, actually. Three nights this year now, actually. Uh, and then I painted my Ordnatus, which is... If I'm if I'm Dude. honest, my Ordnatus is probably my like mo- if you're talking I, models, it is my highlight of the year. Absolutely, you did such a tremendous job on that, like, Thanks. and you did it very quickly too for a model the size yeah. of that thing. I don't even know how long it took me, but I think it you... took a while. It was it took a very few number of days, but it was literally me like going on it you all were, day. Hard, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and it was a fun fucking project. And it's a cool centerpiece, and I'm, like, super happy to have it. Literally, I look at my, my, like, collector thing, or, like, the whatever you call it, the fucking, the case, the glass case. Every time I look at it, I'm like... Oh, your Ikea cabinet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it fits in there? Just barely. Okay. <laughs> I have to have it on the outside of the door, just, it's, like, basically a quarter inch from actually closing. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. 
Yeah. Yours probably won't because the gun is the gun's is longer, longer. So it might not. But we'll you'll see. We'll, we'll find out. But yeah, so that that the mechanic of expansion's been awesome. Um, going back and doing my Sons of Horus and just like I've updated a ton of them. Like how much have I done this? You've year? done it's a shit nuts. ton. Like, yeah, I've, I've painted all like, those all my reavers. Tank reavers. I've painted. I've painted all those the destroyers. I've painted like five, probably four or five consoles this year. Well, also going back and repainting some repainted stuff. A it, like repainted a Leviathan. A, a Leviathan repainted. Technically, almost two contemptors. Really, I've painted two drag claws. I've painted. I'm almost done the second wall. You know, I'm getting getting there with the second one, anyways. Uh, I repainted my falchion. Um, and that's always tough. Like going back and re- adding more detail or getting yeah. back into old and projects, looks, which we've talked about looks, this year. It looks way better now, and and like, yeah, it, it, it's kind of like awesome because i feel like my sons of horus army at least i feel good enough about it that i don't like like look at any, oh. touch up horus's face yeah i repainted horus's face and i like touched up his armor a bit too mm-hmm. um what else have i done with them i painted that out there sakaran i painted i repainted my storm eagle i repainted half of my sakaran basically in a similar way to the yeah you've been like methodically kind of going back and Touching my favorite models, yeah. Shit. Like I've already, I've already decided that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna strip my Spartan and redo it. Like, really? Yeah, for sure. I hate that fucking thing. I don't even play it anymore because I hate it. Wow. Okay. I'm, I want a second Spartan and I want to redo my current one in green and then I want to get a second one to do it in red and have it be Horace's Spartan. Oh, okay. that's kind of the all red or red and black. Red and, and black. I'm gonna yeah. Cover it in like dead corpses and shit and like banners to make it so very clear it's later Horace's, heresy horses ride horses ride yeah like, this is going to be the spartan that you see and you're like oh jesus the masters <laughs> and that <laughs> like yeah and uh yeah so just feeling good about my sons of horus kind of like you know uh titanicus has been great like i basically painted all my stuff and it's been a huge weight lifted off my shoulders like i get very um I get a lot of anxiety around hobby when I have like certain projects that aren't done. I think yep, about it. So do anxiety. I. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's why we get the shit done, right? That's why. That's why sometimes I delve into projects, and I'm sure it's the same reason why you delve into projects because the anxiety becomes annoying, and you're just like, I just need to do this, so it's not anxiety anymore. Yeah, this Leviathan, this Iron Hands Leviathan staring at me right now gives me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> need to get them done. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, I think also like for the longest time I had a big. I was very hesitant of branching outside of the heresy and learning other games because like the game side of things is definitely not my strength, yeah. but in inter- like, you know, I'm loving playing Titanicus. I'm, you know, even that Necromunda is not heresy related, you know, doing, yeah. doing that a little bit with Eric is just being like a nice little palate cleanser. And I've and, decided at this point that I, that I will do Necromunda. Yes. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go necessarily super deep on it, but I'm, oh yeah, Eric, I already decided as well. Eric, yeah. Eric's got a boner right now. I just do, FYI. Uh, <laughs> when I do them, I'm going to do those uh, enforcers and I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to mix in some of the, the I've got an unopened dread, box for you. Dread. Really? Yep. Do you really? I do. You might want the shields, though, so 
Um, it depends, but oh, on what you want. What happened to shields? Well, because the new, like the when they originally came out, they don't have shields. But this new box set that came out with yeah. all the ZM stuff, they put in like an additional sprue that gives them like shields. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so, yeah, I want to put some dreadheads on them too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Dampermona does look cool. But yeah, it, like that's how I felt with the Titanica stuff. Is like, oh, cool, I'm playing another game that can refresh from Heresy. It's quite different. Yeah, and I love it. I really love. Titanicus, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other highlights would be, you know, like, uh, in general, the podcast kind of keeping going. I've had fun, you know. We had a period where I think we were all going through life stuff, and there was some stress in our lives, and we were just like, you know, the, you're recording podcasts, and they're great, but sometimes it's like it, the, the actual schedule of getting them out can be quite difficult, and, like, and there was a point where we were stressed out and we were kind of like well we don't necessarily know like what the future of this is because we all have so much stuff going in our lives right now well it's, like, yeah it can be hard to get all of like all of us have sh- you know shit going on yeah, life going on exactly. and and trying to be able to like, get all three of us together to do and, it and, and i don't a hobby on top of that that's the thing. oh get your fucking app ready oh, special guest arriving we've got a fucking fresh gilbert here um, but yeah, so that, and then, um, honestly, all the events, so, what else have we done? War- Weekend you Warriors did. 2. Weekend Warriors was 2. was awesome. I had, a, I had a really good time. Next year, even fucking better. Yes. Coming up. Uh, we did our mainline event, and here's the thing. Our mainline event was awesome. I initially had some stress around that. I think we both did. Oh, yeah, we, There was sure. a lot of stress that came out of that event. But the thing is, I look back on it as a positive thing because I look back on it as a learning experience. Absolutely. And I think because of that, that next year is going to be significantly less stressful. Yep, and and better. We every one of these events, we like we learn things, and especially this year was like a big step up in terms of the amount of people that are coming with it, and just yeah. managing those people. And like we've had lots of talks of how we can do that better. And I'm really lo- like as much yeah. as. I'm, you know, it's always stressful of putting those things together, getting, you know, I'm, We're, I'm we, super we, stoked we for the next one. We figured that we would like divvy up things a little bit more, have less of the weight on AJ, and then also we're adding, uh, we're adding Brennan to the mix. Mr. Topknot himself. The, the narrative side of things, which just divvies up some of the responsibilities. So yeah, exactly. I think that means the next year is going to be even better, but here's the thing. I think that one was super awesome, super oh, successful. absolutely. Seems stoked. Like, yeah. And have it, having fucking uh, Vicente and Kurt and Jay... Yeah, up man. here and staying with me was amazing. Had, so. uh, yeah, had Alex down, had um, Mr. Pappas. Mr. Pappas. Who, oh, that's another. Why oh, would I not mention Alex? We met Alex, who is like the fucking number one MVP. Like, him and Greg, man, they are like yeah. fucking neck and neck of fucking MVP of Heresy in my my book. MVP Washington Heresy, baby. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so, and then, uh, what else did we do? We we went to the Spire. That was a super highlight. We literally had, we had Big G-Bert, who's here, who's just arriving right now. G-Bert! At the Spire, which was, like, a super fun time. We basically have unofficially, you know, unofficially, officially sort of decided that we'll, we'll be making at least one trip a year to the Spire. Oh, yeah, at least. Like, I'm... Yeah, I think, but but we'll we'll get Teo down there one day, hopefully, and like we'll we'll go fucking tear up Vancouver again. But yeah, like it's just been a good year. We've had lots of, we've had some fun Titanicus games. We've had some really fun 30k games. Yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, it's been good. We got uh, yeah, that's actually for the next segment. That's for the next segment. So I'm not going to get into the releases stuff here. But yeah. Well, I think I think we can we can probably start getting into their new releases. So we've gotten some cool shit. We have gotten some cool th- shit. I think like the, I think top shelf right now for me, if you're gonna ask, is the or is the Siege of Terror books. Okay. Like now that we're, you know, finally getting there. Like we're getting we're yeah, getting to the end yeah. and actually seeing these things play out of stuff that I've been reading about since I was like a preteen, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I just, that's awesome. And I can't wait to see where the series goes in 2020. Yeah. Very excited. Totally. That's the thing. Yeah. It's really cool. It's, um, it's really like engage. Uh, now I'm like, since those books have come out, like it's not, making me more hype. They're not books, which is nice in the sense that like, because it's sort of like a season, uh, a new season in a sense. Right. Yeah. It's a new season to a show, a rebranded show, whatever. But, but it's also they like because with, it's only ten books. Exactly. There's no fucking filler. No, there's. I thought there was only eight books. I think there's only there's eight, eight books. or nine, maybe. I there's know, eight. I think there's eight I'll core books, and then they'll do other little ones okay. in in there. But I think that is the big thing for me is that with the heresy, it's like. What, what did it get up to? Like 58 books or Some something shit. like there that? There was a lot of filler. There was a lot of bolter. Well, not like... it, not necessarily filler. Like, it, it's more it's more of like they're telling this huge grand story. And this, they need to be there's very lot, concise some, of what they're awesome doing. There's stuff in those heresy novels, but there is a lot of filler. For real, sure. there are a lot of books that are just like... Filler for maybe some people. That's right. Totally. If you were really into the factions, I could see them being interesting. The way that I'm into Xana as an example, like I can totally see that. But if but this is like I I feel like these books are going to appeal to every player out there. Like you know, it doesn't matter what you play. It's the siege. How can you not be jacked about it? There's some cool, and there's been some cool cool imagery and stuff in them, and like. There's just been some cool shit. There's been some really neat, like, scenes. You know? 100%. Yeah. So, for me, that's, that's like, top top notch. I think, uh, what about you, Teo? What's, what's been your, in terms of releases for you this year? What's, uh... uh well, obviously, the White Scar's getting actually flushed out. Yeah, book eight. Uh, that was a really cool one. I actually really enjoy the fact that they have the demons in there, too, too. Oh yeah, for sure. Demons. Uh, I think the demons really Angus gave a whole new balance. feel to Wait, what heresy could be. That book also had a surprise entire custodes rebalance, which is like a sleeper hit of that entire book. It like makes that book way more important than than just demons, even and and blood angels. Uh, it's got two of my two of my two yeah. of the things that I play of yeah. custodes yeah. and totally. well, I've never well, played custodes, but I collect totally. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And demons. Yeah, and I think demons added a whole new different dynamic that people have to think about, which I really enjoy. Totally, I've been um, waiting since I got into the heresy for the demons to come out. Yeah, um, I really like that they caught up some models that needed to be caught yes. up. Uh, I like the fact that the Ultramarines is Dreadnought is finally out. Yeah, yeah, and it be- out of the blue and. What no, no pun done? intended. They've, they've done a few things too. They've, they've they've done more. Like I'm trying to think of what else they've done where they've gone back to a couple things where it's been like they re, was Dorn this year or was that last year? It was Dorn was this year. Uh, it was uh, it was know. pre it was it was thought of. I think that was 2018. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. 2018. Yeah. 
But the, it I is could, awesome, though. You're right. Like, going back and doing old models and, like... Well, yeah, like... it needed models that are, you're just like, are they ever going to do this? And they are... It's like, oh, thank God. It gives you hope, too. If you're like... Even if you don't play that faction, you're like, oh, thank God. It means that, like... They could come back and do my thing, yeah. one day. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure Dorn was 2018. I think it was 2018, yeah. But... We, we, the only 2019 one was uh, Sanguinius, I think, right? Which is a great fucking... Was it out, oh. was Alpharius? It was 2018. No, that's 2018 yeah. as well. So it's just been just been Sanguinius. I think so. I'm secretly hoping that Forge Wills is going to give us a Christmas present of either the con or uh, Well, Commanda. usually they do do something. Or they, I think, they, 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 think there will be... I think this Friday or the Friday after is going to be something like... Well, usually they do like the advent calendar, right? And they count down and usually... In previous years, they've done that. Like, they'll release a little image every day that eventually gets put together to like show the model of what they're releasing do you guys yeah, remember yeah, doing yeah, that totally. them doing that in that. previous years yeah. the thing that's crazy is I know Kabanda is supposed to be done really be. they say Kabanda was in like late sculpting phase like when the book in Febu- last February they say Kabanda was like mostly done okay so like <laughs> oh we got those missiles for the dr- for the dreadnought Oh, oh yeah, the Daredeo. Oh, the Daredeo. Did I about this? We were literally me and Eric and and someone else. We were lamenting in one of the chats about these fucking. And then missiles. Eric made that and post. Then Eric made a post to Forge World, and, and it came out the next the day. Next morning, it, came out. <laughs> it was like two years or some crazy shit since we'd heard about this. Like it was literally like I think it was like nineteen months or something. And then Eric made a post, and they fucking come out the next day. It was like so hilariously synergistic. We would have been better. We still even know that. you guys were talking. It's G Bird in the house for, for you listeners. So I think another thing that would be a at least to me would be a huge highlight um is the FAQ dropped. Yes. Which um I've enjoyed the destroyer rebalance a lot. I've enjoyed the, the special. My units game. haven't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it says the Gorgons just found it the hard way. The destroyers actually hit pretty hard now. Yes, sir. And um, I've enjoyed uh, seeing Immortals, seeing um, uh, Phalanx Warders, uh, having the Mortad be better, having the Augury Scanner go back to not being insane having even Scoria I, that might have been last year actually but Scoria's rebalanced I can't remember if that was in this one or I, the thought, last I, think one. I think that was the last one I really can't remember I no, it was no. a while back no it was a while back actually you know yeah. like Scoria being stupid was like just before I started playing I'm pretty sure and then yeah but it, I think that that FAQ was was good and the thing is is that even though it hasn't fixed everything and I think it we need another one and all that with what we know about where where GW is headed with uh, or with Forger World's headed with the number of writers that they have, we not only do we have an indication of where they're headed, which is positive because you're seeing like the the way that things are rebalancing and stuff. Uh, we're also seeing that like we're seeing the way that they're approaching these rebalances, and because they're going to have more writers, you know that there's going to be more FAQs coming. Yeah, I, I I think one of the things that has made me more positive in, in what they've been doing is 
is seeing that there's been more love shown on the community site. You know, I'd like them to yeah. to have more. Um, you know, I think that they've really they've really knocked it out of the park in some of the articles that they've been doing for Titanicus in terms of like tactics and and yeah. things like that. I'd love to see more of that uh, for Heresy in on the community site, but they have pushed that up a little bit more. You know, John, I showed you that. Uh, like five spread or five page spread in um, the yeah, last Wake yeah, Dwarf yeah, was awesome. that was all on the Emperor's Children Army. Like, you know, I just seeing, you know, maybe it, not as much as all of us would like there to be from from Games Workshop, but just seeing that they are showing that a little bit more. They yeah. are doing stuff on on the the Warhammer well, I, TV I th- site. I think they're more aware now, right? And they know that they have a more niche audience and they there's no way for them to ignore their audience anymore. We have a vocal, extremely passionate player base and like you see an acknowledgement of um, pitfalls and and issues and mistakes that Forge World has made in the last yeah. 2 or 3 years. Where like this year, you can see it's t- it's taken a long time. To, yeah, and to for whatever r- reason, the they're fucking slowly figuring it out, and it's taken probably longer than it should have. But it's it's started happening this year, and that's been reassuring. Yeah, I've like I'll be honest with you guys. Like over the last eight months, or really at, since the do, the deuce, basically, like I've been worried about you know what's happening with the heresy. You know, I. Uh, we've we've seen let's be honest a lot for a long time since basically um uh, alan passed away i feel like podcasts have done a lot to drive the community fucking rights and they have i have horace i have horace for sure um like a lot of the yeah like but the community is what has kept this game alive totally like and i've just world is like I've had this vibe for a long time that Forge World does not give their community the respect that they deserve because the community is the only fucking reason. In spite of how many mistakes that they made in 2018 specifically, I feel like they almost bankrupted Heresy. They literally brought and put it into a brink where it was like this game, the joke of this game right now is that it's dead. This game went from being like a thriving, super successful, yep. like it was literally starting to rival the success of 40k, at the very least in perception, but in the number of people that I knew that played it, there was like an apex number of people during that period, and then it just felt like Forge World fucking shit the bed, and they just completely misread like a lot of things, and then we lost Alan, and now you realize how fucking special that guy really was, because you realize that he was doing the work of three humans. Yeah. Like... But I think but it's they, not... They've started writing it. It wasn't just to that. It was also that, you know, that we had for years, like I would say for the first couple of years I was in the heresy when we kind of first started the... Maybe like the year before we started the podcast and the, for the first year of the podcast, we were in that time where we were getting heresy releases we getting, every single week, basically. We were getting, literally basically. getting YouTube videos on character series models that were the designers talking exactly. about their... Exactly. That kind, of, that kind of stuff. It sucks that all this stuff is like... But then, but then not only that, we so we've then... We went through a period this year where we had no releases for quite some time. And then eventually that... Now we're in this 
this kind of like once a month. Like it cycles from, you know, they'll do a heresy thing, they'll do a blood bowl the yeah. next week, then they'll do the the Hobbit, and I'm cool with that. Like, I, it's you okay. know, that we've gotten yeah. in this flow. I'd okay. love there to be more, but I'm cool with that. The you know we also went through the, a time where a lot of like heresy podcasts have kind of like fallen off, you know, and for yeah. me that's been a, a big driver. But I really see now that you know we've we've gotten the FAQ, you know, they we've we've had some struggles with getting black books, and I know we'd all like to get a black book every single year, but you know I don't think even, that's necessarily like realistic. To I expect. don't think it is either. But with the thing is, is that the with the way that the these books have been positioned at the the Warhammer Fests, and when you listen to the writers talk about them, they give you this impression that these black books are largely um, complete, and you always get this impression that they're that they're they're ahead, almost they're, done, they're more yeah, ahead of the schedule, <laughs> and they really are, and then you, we end up disappointed because they take a. And and I think they that's like they're excited and they want they're you know they want it to come out as much as we do right but I and they're they probably are going to get more closed about making comments like that I would imagine if they well now that Warhammer Fest doesn't exist anymore yes you mean you mean uh, the weekender yeah the weekender yeah, yeah um, like... but the big thing that kind of really re like got me like okay you know things aren't dead is the the last Saber release, the new little... That was really cool, yeah. And that it sold, there's no 40K rules for it, and it really? sold out almost immediately in almost every single market. It's so cute! Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it was a test bed. It was that guy was a new sculptor. I can't remember what else he was in charge of, but it was like, oh, what are we going to do? We can make a tank that has interchangeable parts the way that a Dreadnought does. It's small, it's somewhat, by Forge World standards, relatively inexpensive. It's still obnoxiously expensive for the size of it. Yeah, well, Let me fine. be clear. It is more than $100, and it's smaller than a Rhino. But still, it's, it's like, it's a cool surprise release that was like, I think everyone, in, aside from like the most uh, whiny of, of the bitches and the heresy, I'm calling I'm The wide bitches of the heresy. I don't think you listen, but <laughs> <laughs> number one on that list. But I think... Anyone who hey Mac have, is cool man. This is, this is have the episode like the, when he starts listening. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, man. But uh, they, it was. It, they, I looked at the rules. The rules seem balanced. They're not perfect. The missiles. Seem the missiles bad, suck, but, but like, yeah. whatever. They're probably not final rules anyway. They're really cool. I think the rules are still pretty decent for like what they are. They seem balanced, and they're really cool. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, so for for me, like that that was the. That was like a, I was getting a little bit worried and seeing where you know I was a little bit worried about like you know is our community actually getting smaller? Uh, you know we have a, a very vocal community online and we've things got get some stale, great right. Things, I mean, eventually we're gonna need rules refreshed. That's a fact. We yep. all know that. Yeah. Like you can't have a game be the same edition forever. Like, yep. But before they do a real rules re- refresh, they need to cover all the bases currently. So and, and that's cool. They and we're to- almost there. <laughs> It feels so like we're great. right there. It feels like we're there. So, with that said, do we want to move forward to our hopes, dreams, uh, excitements, uh, worries for 2020? I'm ready. Tao? I think I am, too. You got anything uh, else to add for highlights of 2019 for you? No, uh, I'm good. All right, can I start this? Sure. All right, yeah. number one thing I want, and this is absolutely 
realistic in my mind is I want a star collecting box for they, Heresy. That, I would agree with that. 100%. 100%. They don't need to do anything except for make a box for it. If GW but, does not do that this year, they're fucking idiots. Yes. Like, they're literally like, this <laughs> hobby cannot survive if you they can, do not You can have put the a, poopy dread in there, we, you know, throw, like, throw some tacticals. I that you guys are going to probably make more poopy dreads eventually you're gonna do a derradeo and it's gonna look even more poopy than the contemptor somehow i don't know how that's possible but it's gonna be a derradeo. it'll actually it's be squatting be a, it'll... <laughs> this, this is when they turn it around and make like a brilliant posable plastic contemptor or something i don't think they would do that i think i, I think that is, that's they, wish they, listing they, do, they really oh, do need is, a fucking but... another we need another starter box yeah this needs to be a thing like look but I specifically can, I can like the not be every year, in the but, format no, i'm not talking about a calf or Prospero. I'm talking specifically in the format that they have right now for the start collecting. Like, throw in two sprues of, of or like, a tactical sprue, a cataphracty or terminator or whatever, a poopy dreadnought, and a character. Like, just something like that. It's not, I'm, I don't mean it for us. Like, it's not something that we're probably going to buy. But to get other people into the hobby. I think those starter boxes is the way they need to go. Yeah. I think that they need to do another color Or And I would so. love that. I would... 100% love that, but like, I'm saying if for no cost uh, other than making new packaging. Like a $100 box set where exactly it's got like too. Yes. Yeah, but I would be happy with either or, but yes, we need we need something like that. Yeah. Um, so that would be like my number one thing that that I'd like to see them do. Obviously, we know that we're going to have book nine, um, which I think is awesome. Like, it's definitely not the, the book that I'm, I think that's something I'll probably probably like touch into. Yeah, in I know you will. On this. So like, <laughs> I have very so I'll be completely honest. Forge World sweeping this under the rug probably made me more pissed off about it. But the the announcement, the sleeper announcement that Book Nine no longer has Dark Mechanicum, so they've been pushed for two fucking secutaneous uh, two books two books now. in a row, which is frustrating for me. I have come around to accepting it, but I've also come around to here's the here's my it's kind of like an ultimatum. <laughs> I'm potentially excited about this because what I realize in this is that because Dark Mechanicum have been pushed back, mm. that theoretically means that book book ten and I'm gonna say this on air because I really honestly believe this. And if, if Forge World, if this is not what you're doing, again, you're this is a retarded. this is a don't fuck me in the ass don't Forge World. Book ten, don't do it again. Is Mars? That would be so that dope. That is one hundred percent. So what dope. What oh god. So because that would be Mechanicum, Mechanicum, and then like and Imperial then Fist. Down. Imperial Fist. So this is what they were talking oh, yeah. about. They were saying there was gonna be. Ta- uh, uh, assassins for both the Warmaster and Loyalist, but even if the Imperial Fists are not included as a like, they give them more rules. Imperial Fists have have a, have a lot of units, and they've just gotten like rebuffs and stuff. They just put some fluff in there, whatever. Focus on the Mechanicum stuff. If you really are going to expand the Dark Mechanicum and have a dark, have a black book that is essentially devoted entirely to them, and it is going to include the Mars Civil War, Ugh. then good. I don't give a fuck if you if they actually <laughs> push, if they actually push that back, and that's what it ends up being. Then I will I will praise them for that. You'll that be happier exactly than a pig and shit. I'm willing to wait an extra two years 
if it's a Mars book. I and I if it's not a Mars book, then I think I think that they're just fucking up. Well, I I I could see like it, it, I'm kind of torn on that idea because I'd love it to, to happen, but. I don't know if they would dedicate a whole book to it. I would love them to. Well, it's to. not going to all be Mars. It's going to be Dark Mechanicum. It's going to be multiple. If the book, here's the thing. Everyone's got to remember, like, these books have, generally, they have two mainline factions mm-hmm. at least, and usually it's three factions, three mainline factions at least. Right? Right. That's usually what it is. It's three army lists. So if they're doing Mechanicum, and they're doing Agents of the War Master and of the Emperor... The Mechanicum portion has to be fucking huge. Yeah. So there's they, no way they're not expanding that into... And the way that the They could also do knights books, and, like, titans it and won't, put... It won't all be Mars. It will be... There will be other Trader Forge worlds that will be mentioned. There will be portions of the fluff yeah, okay. of other Trader that will be dark... It will be dark Mechanicum. I just think that they... will have a portion that hopefully focuses on Mars because it's a huge... It's the earliest part... Of the of the civil war that in, that involves Dark Mechanicum as Mars, right? Like, yeah, they would just have to, like I think with the agents, that's a good one. They they would just have to if it was pure Mars, then it's not going to be as like sellable to all people in the hobby. Well, no, but it'll have more. Yeah, it'll, it'll have you know the agents saying? and stuff. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But the thing is, is there are, it will be sellable because there are so many people who want a fucking Mars book. It's totally, I, like the, any Mechanicum player ever is going to be like, Oh, and there's so many people who would be like <laughs> way more into playing Mechanicum. <laughs> if there's a book about the Mars civil war, like, I'm with you. I, I'm with you, man, for sure. Um, yeah. So that's, that's sort of my big thing for 2020 is like book book nine will be an indication. I'm really looking forward to seeing the Dark Angels. The stuff that they've said about the Dark Angels sounds insane. Um, hearing that they're planning to allow every single dra- every single wing variant of Dark Angels to be playable, and yeah. they're having their own HQs that are essentially going to be like sounds like a sort of equivalent to a Centurion, which can be a leader of any of these wings. That makes me both angry and happy because it's really cool. It makes me frustrated as a Sons of Horus player that we don't have that sort of, like, <laughs> expanded, like, you know. But if you guys have waited the longest, like, yes, that Legion should be very flushed. Totally. Finally Absolutely. So I'm stoked to hear I, that. I will speak for Vicente, and that is 100% his number one thing that he's looking forward yeah. to a in 2020. A lot of people, like James, oh, uh, totally. uh, uh, Chud, oh. lots of people. Like. And then the other thing is uh, Night Lord's like, so... Again, I'll be super stoked that this book is awesome, and they put Atramentar in it, and they put like. Well, I think know, Night Lords need a rebalance too, right? So. Do you? Hope, I don't know. I mean, I think some of them could. I, th- I think oh, they man. could. I think that the, the yes. Terror squads. The terror squads are good. The the rebalance needs, I think, more to be the uh, the Night Raptors could use a points reduction on stuff. Savitar, it'd be nice to see a buff to him. <laughs> yeah. But he's not bad. He's no, just he's like bad. He, he's just just... Sh- he should be more points, and he should have a two up save, and he should have an AP two weapon, like yeah. you know. And then, uh, but but we, they need Atramentar. So, like, I think that's what every Night Lords player ever is fucking waiting for is Atramentar. So, hopefully, that book is is dope. You know? It'll be dope. 
What is there a single black book that isn't dope? Seven, seven is pretty like. like I disagree with you guys entirely. That's a why? <laughs> it's still an amazing book. I would still buy it. I might not say all the rules in it are amazing, but still an amazing book. Yeah, I mean, I think there are parts of it that are dope, but book eight felt more dope. For sure. So, even that saying said, I've never read book seven's fluff, and I know well, I've read what? well, I've read some of it, but like I don't own book seven, so I haven't read the whole book. Okay. I know the fluff is good, and that's the part of it I like. Yeah. When I'm saying it's not dope, I'm talking solely specifically rules. rules. So. Okay. Fair enough. Tao, I'm pretty sure I can guess what is probably number one on your your list of looking forward to 2020. Uh, the con? Yes. <laughs> oh, the con? So, oh, God. so I, I'm, I'm very interested to, to hear what you think, how they will put the con out in terms of a model. Because oh, I think he's going to be released on foot first. See, I, what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to do something like Sanguinius. They will. Yeah, is that they'll, they'll put out the basic con figure, yeah. Yeah. and then they'll do a scenic base that's sold separately that will have his jet bike beside it. I do not think that they will do a version of him on foot and a version of him on the jet bike. No. I actually don't know. I've been thinking about that, too. I kind of feel like if they're going to do them, that they will probably do both at once, would be my assumption. I don't know. I've, but unless they're building him with the intention of having his his waist magnetized, there's no way. Like, I don't know. We'll see. I, it, it'll be interesting. What it do you think, Teo? Uh, I don't think that they'll release him on a bike. So how I think, it, so I, I think agree with AJ that it's going to be have like a scenic-based bike. But that's about it. I think they for... for not trying to be, you know, Mr. Mr. Know-it-all pants, but I do think they actually have confirmed they're doing both. Really? Yeah. I do seem definitely. to remember hearing that yeah. somewhere like they, they, I, I'm pretty sure they definitely are doing both. For yeah. They, like, the, 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 the guy who was working on, who was supposed to be working on him, I think. Uh, oh, man. Uh, that will probably be the most expensive Primark then. Oh, it'll, oh, it'll yeah. definitely <laughs> be. He'll be riding a Land Raider bike. It'll be obnoxious as shit. A Land Raider yeah. bike? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, like obviously, with the release of Khan, will be one of my more exciting things. Uh, I your project hopeful... in general with the scars, I think, would be yeah. Pumped into that. Yeah, um, the things that I I would be hopeful for is for twenty twenty is I think if they could set do a start collecting box like AJ said, and have the red books be able to be sold at store GW stores. That would be. So the dream. you speak of red books. I don't and think that'll happen in 2020. I, I personally don't feel like that's going to happen in 2020. I feel like because now, now that they've pushed, like we're, I ha so the way that print, at least this is what the rumors say. And I don't know tons about printing, but because they've sent this book to China and it's in the, it's being printed right now for book yeah. nine. We are definitely like, I, I could just like can can't you just feel or the rage that they if they drop book nine, I guess they could do it. They could drop book nine and then reprint all the red books and just include the new Dark Angels rules in those red books. But I almost not feel reprinting the red books. 
if they're if they're redoing the red books, they're doing them next late next year because they're literally they they they're rebalancing everything. That's See, and this this is what I ultimately want right now in the heresy is I want heresy two I the next time they put out the red books, I would like it to be a whole new edition. Now that we have all the rules out, they could draw. Yeah. They don't need to reprint. We've got the red, the black books are the black books, right? If they put, like do they could, they take the same, the red, they could put out the red books with the next edition in mind, and then do put out the next edition after that too. That's the thing. They could literally look put out the red books with like, okay, these are running on seventh edition, but like they have whatever heresy 2.0 in mind as a rule set as well and like that's secretly sort of the like i'm just clunkily saying what i what i really mean is i hope when they eventually get to doing 2.0 is that they take a similar release or take a similar mindset to how they've done 40k like you know I don't know 8th edition. I know like a lot of Heresy players don't like 8th edition. Some people really like it. But I think one of the great things that 8th edition has done is it's the first time ever in an edition of Warhammer 40,000 that they've released every single codex within like, I think it was like 18 months of the release. So if they could do something like that, where they drop a new edition and they first put it like the two... Space Marine books, and then, like, a couple months later, we get a Mechanicum book, or we get, you know, that those are coming out pretty quickly, and within a year, we get all four red books in the new edition. I would love to see something like that. My guess... I don't think that's going to happen, but I would love to see something like that. My guess would be that in 2020, what we can expect is book nine. Yes. An FAQ. Hopefully. I think we'll get an FAQ. Like, there's almost no way we won't. Like, we, we definitely will. <laughs> they've already talked. They're hiring more writers. In 2020, they will be doubling their writing staff. That's a huge thing. Right. Things will change. In 2021, I think we will get book nine or book ten. Yeah. Um, I think that will, in itself, be a large rebalance to Mechanicum. Then I think in twenty twenty one. They could do that. That's a very good point. We may if they have actually doubled their writing staff, we may get a re release of the red books. I think the red books would be a would have the next edition in mind and then in twenty twenty two potentially would be the next edition. Because then at that point every single faction as well essentially is like basically covered. And that's that was my thought is too, is like It'd be better for them to put the Dark Angels out there and have time for it to breathe before they can do a rebalance of that. Because they always come out and things, you know, yeah, exactly. hey, this isn't working exactly. the way that we thought it was and going to. And they seem to. to have a better idea of, like, how things should work. You know, it's like you see where their immortals are. You see they, they have an idea of, like, what points cost seem to, like, not line up with certain things. Totally. Um, I'm really happy with the Destroyer rebalance and stuff going back to 2019. Yeah. But, like... If they keep in that direction, like, none of the rebalances that they did in that book, I'm unhappy with. I think the Phalanx Warders, like, maybe could go up in points a little bit. I think they kind of came down a tiny bit too much. But I'm fine because, like, Suzerain exists, whatever. Point is, there's a bunch of other units that need that kind of love, too. So if they, if they did continue 2019 or 2020, we get an FAQ. There's a few more units rebalanced. Yeah. We continue to use that, that knowledge. 
right now, theoretically, all the emails they've been getting, playtesting, generally seeing community feedback. Doesn't seem like too many people are complaining about the state the destroyers are in. Maybe that's where they need to stay. We have an idea. Right. The next one, we rebalance a couple more units. See how those feel. Maybe they're slightly different units. Maybe they're units that fulfill slightly different roles than these sort of like assault specialist units that we've had before. Whatever. Maybe not. Maybe they're just different legions. But then in that, take a little more learning from that. 2021, when you put out that book, you have more learning. You have like, okay, we put out like two essentially patches, like for for lack of a better term. These are basically like the way that video games patch and they rebalance. This is forever how I've wanted them to do heresy. And 2021, then they have the learning. Then they can redo, go back, and rebalance every single unit. Right. That that seems like it's out of whack. What are your thoughts on this, Teo, in terms of uh, rebalancing in addition to? I think they need to do an addition to. So get book nine out. Get set up for the next year. Release a whole new edition. And start with the first new black book having all of the factions in it. Having, whoa, in a black book or not a in red a bu- book? So in a black book to start with, giving us all new missions, all new, yeah. Like the black book has the rules in it too? So the black book would be the start of the Solar War stuff. And that would be the second edition. Yeah, they could do that. I could see it. I could well. I don't have know, very but, doubtful we're getting there that soon. To be completely honest, yeah, I don't but, think. Like, I think that they would be cool. Well, based on what they said at the last, like I don't really believe what they said at the last um, weekender that they're you know they're only a quarter or a third of the way through the books that they, they want to do. Are. I don't know, dude. I, here's the thing. So Chris from Vancouver, he yeah. went to he went to. Uh, Warhammer Fest, or whatever it's called, Games Day, whatever it's called, the 30K one. The Horace Heresy, Horace Heresy, Heresy Weekender? Yeah. Last he went year? There, no, he went there four years ago. Okay. And he said he talked to them, and he asked them about a Mars book. And they said the current plan for Mars is book 10. What? Yeah. Because he told me that the other day. I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah. He's like, so, like, it's totally po- like. So, really, if they do have things that mapped out like that, and if this actually is, like, sort of falling into place, like, he said he said that he talked to them, and they had they had concepts laid out for 30 books. That's crazy. I, like, my only basic fear... concepts, very basic. Very, <coughs> As... like, ideas of, like, this is what we're going to cover here. Like, think about it. They have Molex still to do. Oh, I know. I, have... I, I'm, not, I'm not doubting it. I'm not doubting that they have the material to do it. My worry would be that they... That... It become like that they lose interest of people, that it becomes like I don't. I'd rather them complete the heresy in black books than them get like two thirds of the way there and then not do the siege. No, for sure. I don't think that's gonna happen though. Like the thing I, is, I think that what these books are gonna be is just like massive expansions on legions, turning more chaotic or turning or just like they're going to be giant. Um, Updates to current legions. You're going to be seeing crazy start to see shit. The, start seeing the corruption, of, the corruption of the. You're going to see yeah. new units. You're going to see like there's tons of things that they can add. Like all those dark angels going traitor. Know they're going to do thirty books. Or anything, oh, but triggered! But there's no fucking way they're not doing more than twenty books. No way. There's I could no see way they're going to add halfway. Like you think about the way that like how much shit they haven't actually covered yet. It's like 
Yeah, the last three books should be the siege. They should do. They should bookend yeah, it like totally. they did. Uh, and the siege will probably have Istvan. like a bunch of expanded rules for fortifications too. I was thinking about the other day. Like it'll probably oh. just have like extremely advanced fortification rules because that's literally what the siege is. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I can't imagine that we're not getting at least fucking ten more books. Yeah, for me at this point, like for next year, like I really in individual releases or anything specifically to the armies that I collect, like I really don't have anything that I immediately want. For me, it's just let's, I want more things that are going to expand the hobby as a whole. Hmm. So, and I know I said this in the last, the last one that we did last year, I would love to see a red book that's specifically just missions taking all the different legendary missions, everything like that. I just want to say a red book that doubles, like yeah, 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 totally has everything, like, but also doubles a whole bunch the of new missions, missions like, double yeah. the core missions. Like exactly. you know, now that we're doing this Chondex stuff, like I'm so really cool. stoked on these. But yeah, really, these, these like feel Shadow War esque. Yes, it's like cool. I would love there to be in book nine, maybe something like Shadow Wars, because Shadow Wars are almost core missions to themselves. It's yeah. a different swing on core missions, but... Well, some of them are like, we've played them at events and they work. It, totally. You know, like, they're, they're... A lot of them are balanced for lower points games, but there are a few of them that are like, no, this actually works in a regular game. Yeah. It's good. So, I would love them, love to see something like, yeah. like that. Um, that's personally for me. Like, I couldn't care about any individual you, releases. Are you just 2020 in general? Sorry? 2020 in general? In general? Is that all you're talking about? Oh, I just mean just specifically releases. Like, mm-hmm. um, I have things that I want to see specifically, for like, sure. Like? Well, I want to see, obviously, Dark Mechanicum. I well, see the of Mars course. Book. I'd like to see... Um, I really want a Malek book. But that's not 2020. You're talking... No. You're talking way down. But... I want to see an FAQ. That's what I want to see. I want to see book nine. I want to see FAQ. I want. I would actually like to see two FAQs, realistically. Yeah. You think one every six months, that should be doable. That should be doable. Like, yeah. I, I just want to see, like, hey, we're actually paying attention, and, like, we're adding things, and, like, the, the game is evolving a bit, and, like, hey, here's some stuff to keep it fresh, and, like, I don't just want it to be like, oh, here's book nine, and that's all you fucking get. It'll be like, all right, well, yeah. let's step it up a little bit with, like, the post-release support a bit. You know, Teo, other than uh, the con, you know, what else do you want to see specifically or or for uh, a whole? Um, honestly, not a ton. Just yeah, no, I'm... just just the con. Like I'm not like what I would like to see are um, maybe an expansion on the armor types and what categories you have. So not just Mark Three Breachers, but maybe we could do Mark Four Breachers. Mark four breachers, Ooh. things like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Salt squad, yeah. maybe. In in maybe oh, a, a future like box from, from from plastic or resin. Oh, uh, even resin. Mm-hmm. I would just like to see more of the armor types expanded into the other roles other than just basic tactical marines. Oh, one more thing I want to see is just like more of those like praetors and leviathans. I'm super into that. Like the like the like legion specific. Oh, ones. the legion specific ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like super happy that they appeared, that they were doing it the way that they were. Like, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, even this little like the book eight update with all the new different consoles, like doing stuff like that can drastically change For sure. an army. But I mean specifically like the the models. No, I know that you mean the models, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. those are awesome too. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. 
Sweet. Well, I think I, I think the last thing that we'll say um, in terms of 2020 is obviously I'm looking forward to all of our events that we're putting on. So our du- <coughs> oh, choking on dudes, dudes looking for dudes happening in uh, in February. We've got the Weekend Warriors 3 happening in April and then we've got the Big D. Big D happening in june so you know i i can't wait for that i honestly teo if you have this the white scars done for june i would love to see you and vince do like a grudge match because he's got like this full jet bike dark angels mm-hmm. list and i would love to see how yeah because you both have current lists and everything yeah, yeah exactly yeah. of how those go up toe to toe to each other and lots of chirping to each other in between that's really what i that's really what i want to hear more more than anything the chirps because now now i've i realized at heresy camp that chirping is only a canadian term oh really yeah because zach and and fucking vince they got paired off and i go over to their table and i'm just like okay boys i want to hear lots of chirping coming from this table and they looked at me like i was fucking crazy and being like chirping like what the fuck is chirping and i'm like i was just like you know like like making fun of each other and just like then for the rest of the game they're like chirping each other but they're just like oh sweet chirp you know and really (laughs) really they're just chirping me (laughs) through the whole process so now that vince knows what chirping is i I would i'd really like to see that game that's what i want to see in 2020 vince needs to play against matt so you can get the ultimate chirping chirping. i don't even know what happened in that scenario oh there would be an explosion they're hardcore boyfriends now (laughs) are they oh yeah oh yeah they're hardcore nice yeah they're always chatting back and forth on Facebook. Any of those memes, Maddie's on there, especially if it's about pooping. Whoa. <laughs> Maddie does love pooping memes. He does, yes. He... <laughs> well, I think on pooping memes is probably a good place to call her on our 2020 because we got to get back. We got G Bird in the house now. Yeah. We got to finish this game. So red. Teo has got to go to his band He's practice so and shred. So well, I'm drumming, shredding so asses. yeah. Well, that's okay. what you call it, shredding asses. That's what they call it in the fucking biz. Jesus Christ, shredding asses. <laughs> Don't you know? That? I thought it was fucking your ear pussies. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's giving it's the other thing. It's shredding asses and fucking ear pussies. <laughs> Getting some of that sweet ear oral. Ooh, ear Ooh. oral. Yes, it's hot. <laughs> All right. Well, we will now kick it over to past AJ and John to talk to the fabulous and wonderful Bill Bunko from the from the LVO to chat all things LVO. So if you're going, make sure you give Bill a big hug for us. And also, if you see our friend James, make sure you ask him where his rascal is. And just give him a Canadian finger bang. Yeah. Oh, the Canadian handshake? The Matt yeah. Virgin yeah. Canadian handshake? Yeah, the if, anyone, if anyone touches base with James Plummer at LVO, <laughs> please, for the love of God, just make some kind of comment about a rascal. Yeah. <laughs> it's an inside joke, but just Worry do it. it. Just, just do it. Just, just ask him where his rascal is and just watch him get red. Yeah, he has the giant. He'll, he'll have a, a warlord titan. And he'll be riding around on a rascal. I think I said it last episode, but keep your eye out. I'm joking. All right. Peace out.
We will be back to AJ and John in the past. And then we will be back in the future. Welcome back. I am here with Big Man John and Bill, who is running the LVO event, uh, not this year, but in 2020, in a few short months away. So, um, yeah, Bill, say hi to all the listeners. Welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Thank you. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to have you on to kind of promote, help promote the the event. It's, uh, as I said, seen around the corner, and uh, it's happening Jan or sorry, yeah, January twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth, and you're running the yep. mega battle on the first day, and then a two day twenty five hundred point um, like tournament, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about what you've got planned? I know this is like your second second year of stepping in and and helping to run the the thirty k event. So, what do you got? Uh, what do you got planned for this year? So for this year, we were looking at doing something a little bit different. Um, I know last year was rather, uh, I guess, competitive in nature is the best way to put it, right? There was okay. a lot of uh, hard-hitting lists that came down to the event. Because so there was only year, just really... the one event, right? It wasn't the friendly yeah. and uh, more competitive side like years before? Yeah, uh, I know, I believe it was the first year I went to LBO. They had it separate where yeah. there's two uh, separate events. And then this one, we kind of just morphed into one big one. Um, the big reason being is just uh, player size for each event. Right. If you're, you know, kind of under the 20 cap, it's hard for us to get slotted in. Whereas at least if we're between 20 to 40, let's say, like if you combine them both, you have a little bit more of staying power, like on the actual floor of the event and uh, a little bit more of a presence there. So Right. Whether or not you know whether or not that gels well, it, it, it does and it doesn't. It depends how your matchups are, but usually after the first two games, you're kind of starting to face similar opponents. So LVO seems unique in the uh, sort of um, competitively driven meta, in my experience. It's been, it seems like it's a harder balancing. Um, it's harder to balance because you have more people who are concerned with bringing hard lists and winning, and it's like. Bill seems like he's been doing a good job of uh, kind of tempering that. Um, I've you know I've gone through some of the missions and stuff, and and I know like because I've talked with Bill about like how he's running some of some of the stuff. And it seems like he's making some pretty smart decisions to sort of curb a little bit of that because I know that um, there are definitely narrative minded players that go to LVO, but there are definitely not narrative minded <laughs> players that also yeah. go to LVO. And it seems like it's a very difficult thing to find a like actual like happy medium. Um, it is, but for it seems sure. like you're doing a pretty good job with it. So what what kind of things have you you been doing to help kind of temper that? Uh, the first things is like I've been really trying to engage the player base um, on that Las Vegas Open Facebook page. Yep. And by putting the polls, trying to get options of the actual players, um, the guys who are going to be you know coming down and playing in the actual event, and 
trying to take like the majority of votes and apply them to the event that I'm making at the time, right? And that's the thing is at least all the decisions that I've made like for this event, it's based off the polls and off the feedback I get from players. So I'm hoping it's going to be a hit like last year and hopefully we can continue having success with it. Right on. I'm sure, Um, I'm sure that's going to happen for sure. So, so it's like the classic lineup of, of day one doing the big mega battle. So what, what do you, uh, what are you planning for that? Well, historically with the mega battle, um, I only have the experience from the one year, but they, they only got to like turn three <laughs> and it was like a 10 hour day. <laughs> That's our experience too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> At least we didn't, we never played in it, but we definitely looked over a bunch and it was like, that looks like it's taken a long time. <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't look like it's changed. Much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so one of the things we're really going to try and focus on is splitting up the manpower and form um, four different quadrants on like the the planet that they're doing. Yeah, and we'll we'll take a tally of all the scores from each table, and we'll have a final like traders versus loyalists. And depending on who wins the mega battle, it'll transition. There's actual progression rules that lead into the narrative event for the next day. Oh, very cool. Nice. Yeah. So what kind of uh, what kind of progression? Like, not that you have to spill all the beans, but is that individual units, uh, just just characters, or like how are you dealing with the the progress the progression? For this one, um, to kind of kick it off, we we kind of looked at different ways to to bring it without being like game breaking, right? Like we kind of played in a bunch of different uh, games. We've tried to test out scenarios like what what's not going to be super OP, right? Um, so it's a hard if the traders yeah. end up winning the mega <laughs> yeah. battle, it is, it is. Um, cause the biggest thing is, is you don't want to, you don't want to like rewrite game mechanics and you don't want to affect like points cost or try and change anything like that. Cause that's, that's written in stone. If they're going to change it, they'll do it on like a FAQ or an errata, but right. if the traders win, uh, the game, the rule foothold. So uh, the traders can choose to have night fighting for mission one, but they also gain uh, night vision for that turn. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you can automatically start with night vision, and then you can all, all you can make it night fighting. So uh, we have a little flop bit that they're taking tactics from Conrad Kurz and the Night Lords, okay. and they're kind of doing like a night assault kind of deal. Very cool. I like that. Um, if the loyalists win, uh, they get a repel uh, repel attackers rule. So the Loyalists get uh, plus one to go first for mission one, and they also get to redeploy a single troop with their dedicated transport after deployment, but before the seizure rule is made. And so these are both just for the first mission? This just the, the first. The kickoff mission of the sort of assault on this yeah. sort of planet or whatever? That's That sounds uh, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> not too like not too powerful, but, well, I guess depending on some armies would really like too that. Power, yeah. too powerful, you know? Like, but... Totally narrative and yeah, that's cool. Is it so they can choose? So it's not like the the traders just have to decide as a whole team. Like we're doing night fighting and it's dark. Yeah, on no, this you, you can choose table to table okay. as they go. Right? If they if they win it, it's basically based on your army. You can pick if you want to do it or not. Right? Very cool. It's it's kind of cool because you get the freedom to to choose. So I like that. Yeah, um, the the, the quad- cool thing. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the cool thing with uh, the narrative uh, event itself is 
We also have rules for depending on faction wins. So if traders end up winning two games, game three, there's actual rules to see like how the game will change or if the loyalists win two games. And that's out of the event majority. So I'll okay. be keeping track out of loyalist and trader factions and whoever wins the most and they get a point for that round kind of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. And like a similar kind of uh, a similar kind of idea to like the night fighting. Like it, it's kind it, of, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, it's, I don't want you to spill all the secrets, it's, right? So. This is all, this is all posted in the pack right now. Oh, okay. So that's, that's all good. That's all good. Um, okay. So for the traders, if traders win two two games, so game three, uh, they get their plus one to see who goes first slash deploys on the next mission. Okay. If yeah. they win uh, four victories, so this is like you know they're stopping each game or even throughout the thing, they end up actually getting um, the little fluff that I have here is the traders call upon the siege craft of Perturabo and his iron warriors to help weaken the capital defenses, so they get to pick one piece of terrain. Um, that is reduced the cover save by one. Oh yeah, okay, that's not yeah. anything too crazy. But it's yeah, nothing like crazy. It. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It is what it is, right? Um, for the loyalists, if the loyalist wins uh, two games, they get plus one to seize on their next next mission, which isn't huge, but it can help a lot. Five it's plus seize is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they win four games, uh, they get basically the fluff bit is uh, they employ Lord Dorn and his Imperial Fist to bolster the defenses. So they get to pick a piece of terrain in their deployment zone and increase the cover save by one. Okay, awesome. Right on. Yeah, those are fun little little twists and not you know not too uh, not too insane. Not too insane uh, so, which, which definitely uh, we've seen before where we've we've tried to do some things. It's like oh that's a little bit maybe we yeah. didn't think that totally through, but yeah that's a good that's a good one. Yeah. We, we've kind of talked about it too um, so like we even have you know like this is to a maximum of three plus regardless of additional rules night fighting does not make this a two plus cover save right just to make sure it's yeah, like very clear right you're ahead, you're ahead of gw and your rules writing already <laughs> <laughs> um i what i was gonna say for uh just talking about the the quadrants of the the mega battles, just backtracking yeah. a little bit. Uh, I think that's a really good idea. We re- just played a, a mega battle over in Vancouver, and um, it was a little bit probably more restricting than what you're talking about because we were actually kind of paired off against another player, and then you could only score victory points for the team if you were attacking were attacking that player, that player. and yeah. then there was oh wow. Um, negative points, so it was a little <laughs> bit more you, of a... Until you killed their Warlord, and then you could attack anyone. Um, but, yeah, it was actually kind of awesome. I, it was the, definitely the best mega battle I think I've had in terms it, of just, like, nice. it, if it didn't feel like a mess. Yeah, it, you could still interact with the other... Like, I think it would be, at something like LVO, that would be too restrictive, but... Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah. it, it definitely was... It, put some light bulbs off in my in my mind of just like okay well if we do something like this in the future this could be a way to do it, it also it, made maybe. it way faster because players weren't like running across the table back and forth yeah like oh i'm gonna yeah. talk to this guy who's like you know 12 feet down the yeah, table over yeah, there yeah. and he's already engaged with this guy and that's what it always fifty thousand points and we did we played through the entire game in basically like, like six or seven hours nine to five yeah yeah it's like nine, wow. in, yeah. nine thirty to good. five or something like yeah. that news i think it was the first mega battle that we actually played through till the end till yeah. the like last turn which was pretty 
amazing but that's uh, a feat in itself yeah yeah totally <laughs> and not and not like at ending at three o'clock in the morning you know yeah well oh, and, yeah. and it also had the bonuses of just like hey if you you know like we all know the game really isn't balanced for these giant apocalypse games and when you have things like primarchs on the table and then you have things like titans on the table and you just have someone who has the ability to just like delete a primarch unit or whatever and just take away from any fun it's it's hard to balance that yeah but we, yeah. it was designed in an intelligent way where we had this this basically scenario where it was like everyone has a primary target titans are fighting other titans uh each player has 5000 points and they're they're paired off against another player that's directly across from them yeah. you can you can target other players if you want but it might not be advantageous to your team to do that yeah um and yeah. It, that's a it was a little bit easier for for the organizer uh Brennan at the spire to to do that cuz he also knew pretty much everyone that was coming yeah. so it's a little yeah. bit easier to pair people off or in like yeah. a situation like lvo yeah, like exactly you might have some people that are returning from previous years but you're definitely gonna have a bunch of new faces and so yeah but that i i i look forward to hearing how uh the quadrant base um system kind of works out so are you doing how many people kind of per table are you um, i'm thinking i'm looking to kind of have them um, like 3v3 or 4v4 yeah okay so i i think eight players will be pretty decent um just because you're still playing with you know 32,000 points a table totally so there should be should be some decent stuff there we we did come up with a rule for the mega battle um just to because you know there are guys with titans and some guys don't have titans and whatnot but uh we we have a rules for target priority which uh, we used uh, last year as well, but it's basically Titans can only target Titans, and then you start dropping like super heavies can only target this, and right. it lets the guy who just brings like a four thousand points of like Legion of Stardes, an army that he can actually still do objectives. He's not going to get shot for at least two or three turns unless all the big stuff is dead. Right, and there are objectives for those infantry armies to actually score in the mega battle. And then there's objectives for the big guys to do Titan kill or everything awesome. else. No, that's, that that's really great. cool. Yeah. That sounds like a battle yeah. improvement over, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see battle, big battles I've seen. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I remember, I remember the, when we were at LVO and just, yeah, like walking the warlord that was just sort of like screened by like a unit of knights and just like <laughs> kind of sat there and didn't move and yeah. just like table oh, like, wow. had players that it wanted to table casually. Yeah. <laughs> casual, casual delete, casual delete, yeah. casual delete. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, wow. but yeah, no, that, that'll be, uh, I'll, I look forward to hearing how, uh, how, how that goes. format goes for sure. I think where you can both say we're honestly bummed that we uh, are mean, not going to be there. Yeah, definitely. Now, and we both have big toys too that we can. Yeah, yeah, bring. Uh, it would have been awesome. I've got an ordinata sitting on my painting table right now. So I saw that when you were kind of panning it. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Me and me and AJ could have brought the double BDE ordinata action. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Um, yeah. So the. So that's really cool with, um, so it's 2,500 points for day two. And you said, um, how many points for the mega battle? It's 4,000 points right now. Okay. Yeah. But, um, I know there are some guys we're talking about, uh, potentially bumping it up where you can bring like two 4,000 point forces if you would like, uh, just because there's guys who are like, you know, I want to bring more. And I'm like, well, I don't want to restrict the fun, right? Like, right. Yeah. It's all about maxing out. So We'll see how that goes. 
guy shows Trying up with like twenty knights. Yeah. David Coman rolls up uh, to the table and <laughs> uh, he's gotta paint those knights first. <laughs> oh, oh shots fired. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, so, do you have any other things with uh, the nar- the narrative day two event other than the casual team wide kind of progression? Is there any individual progression or anything additional? Any spiciness that you're throwing in there? We didn't really do anything additional for progression, like just player wise. Just the main like faction wide yeah. um, ones, just because it's there's a lot of variables to try and take in. Totally. Where if you're giving certain abilities, just certain armies benefit obviously more than others, and we figured these were good enough to change it up a little bit, but not influence the game in such a way where it's could be it's to blow out right turn one. I don't, I don't want that. I, I like I like close games. You know, game five, turn five, six when it's being decided on a dice roll, like War of Lies. You know, the dreaded War of Lies mission. It, that's kind of the best game I think, especially at an event. So. Right on. Okay. Um, and um, the missions themselves are pretty wild, though. That's what I was just going to segue into. Is you've got some uh, pretty custom, or pretty neat missions that you're doing. You want to tell us a little about them? Yeah. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, I, I did talk to a bunch of the podcast Facebook groups, and I reached out to see if I could get these guys to actually make like a single mission and donate it to an LVO to like promote the community and to promote, you know, like our hobby. And uh, a lot of guys came back and were like, yeah, for sure. We'll hook you up. Right. Um, just to let you guys know, like I got the Ben Gary and heresy uh, podcast group, yeah. heralds of heresy, um, a shameless plug for bad tabletop gaming. Uh, also <laughs> to do a, a mission. <laughs> Uh, the more of all podcast and then uh, edge of empire. Sweet. That's awesome. So, yeah. And the, the missions are pretty, uh, different. We also had like one of the, our local group that runs leads and stuff, uh, EDL 30 K put a mission into just to, to really switch it up and have different, um, just a variety. Right. Cause the nice thing about all these groups is I, I kind of, you know, through all a plan, like this is my game plan for the gaming. It's There are going to be some hard lists, but I want to focus on like troops. I want there to be scoring. I want right. there to be, you know, like a good fight, right? Not just kill points and wipe a guy. Also for this event, um, I did actually remove the sudden death uh, rule. Okay. So the whole point of, of it is basically you can get tabled, and, still, and still score more VP than your opponents and win. Right. It's like Shadow War esque. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. And I think that's kind of what makes the game even a little bit more enticing is like, you know, if you're up ahead, you know, and lots of victory points and you want to go for the throw, even if it backfires, you still actually might win it and it's all good, right? Like you're right. kind of do or die time in the missions. So, very cool. Well, that sounds it sounds spicy. Can I ask you a specific question in regards to a specific faction and how it will play? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, are you have you decided to run price of failure with night lists or? We, I did a lot of talking with some groups, and basically, how I how I have it in the players pack here is that HQ selections from the night army 
and the Perforian Knight have price of failure applied to them for the event. Okay. So That's not every idea. knight does, but you know the big heavy hitters do. I like just that. to show that you know they are worth more points if they if they are brought, and it also doesn't cripple or like gimp a faction as well, right? Because yeah, all the knights had price of failure would be too much. I think. I think with the with the troop with with them all being scoring units, I can see. I, I do kind of agree with that. Price of failure yeah. would probably be pretty rough if it was just on every night at that point. But yeah, no, that sounds like an interesting. Uh, yeah. counterbalance we we locally generally play the the price of failure on the night lists um mostly probably because i'm the, vo- the vocal one who's very like you know like we we have we, we have a couple night players and and they the you know they're not unbeatable but they're certainly for certain lists they're just like very yeah. scary and i've just resigned myself to i'm building a night house now and i'm like well <laughs> nights are silly and i don't really give a, give too much of a shit if I if I win with my night lists, I'm basically I'm basically mo- mostly just playing them out of the coolness of them being a night list and like yeah you know but if you were playing a mission that was solely scoring and then also you were sacrificing sacrificing victory points for every single night that you lose like that that would definitely be pretty brutal It'd be a, put you in a tough spot so yeah it'd be ugly yeah it seems like a happy medium for sure like that. Well, and then, uh, and then so what, after, after day two or day day one of the two day event, are you guys all then getting on board the, um, the pub crawl? I would like to, (laughs) uh, you know, I I ended up opting out last year only because I have to be there like, you know, an hour and a half early. Oh, I know. I, I I understand, man. (laughs) And I was just like, you know. It's going to be 8 a.m. I'm going to be rolling into that event, and I'm either going to be hungover or I'm going to sleep in, and it'll be there at like 10. And I'm like, oh man, I'm going gonna, gonna to play it this year. But yeah, I've had I've had some bad I've had some bad experiences before of just having a little bit too much fun the night of uh, night one, and then having to struggle the morning of uh, of day two. But as an event organizer now, you can just like sit back those more that morning of day two and just like watch all the sad sacks come in and just like oh i don't feel good oh yeah <laughs> oh and there there are a few of them for sure i've seen them we had a guy who didn't even show for day two he was done he was in the hotel room just blacked out <laughs> crazy oh it is vegas right <laughs> yeah well that's just it right you gotta enjoy yourself out there so absolutely so you got do you have um do you have quite a few people coming back from last year? Oh, I think your headphones were off there. Sorry. Um, do you have quite a few people coming back from uh, from last year? A lot of returns? Yeah, there's a decent amount of uh, returns coming. Um, I think there was three of the uh, Aussie guys coming down. Two guys from Sweden as well. So Awesome. Um, there should be a lot of familiar faces and some new faces too. I know even locally, we I think we have three or four new guys coming down. So there should be a big crew from Edmonton rolling in. So oh, noise Edmontonians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to have some kind of a crossover thing with these other fellow Canadian thirty uh, k players at some point. Yeah, 
I was I was talking to the guys and I said, you know, in the fall maybe we should try because I think you guys you also have an event going on and like soon after LBO, but one in the fall usually isn't there. Well, we have uh, yeah, we've got one. We've got we our one in the summer. Dudes looking for dudes ah. event in Singles February. Event. Yeah, that's it's that's our it's our uh, it's our new like Valentine's Day esque hobbyist open <laughs> gaming nice. sort of thing, and then we have one uh, which is like uh, it's a. Uh, event called uh warriors weekend which is uh basically uh it's a, it's like a fundraiser yeah. for um for a similar um they're called the pilgrim pilgrim bandits association and they're similar to uh wounded, wounded warrior. warrior um and so we oh, okay. we're doing a one day titanicus event and a one day Chondex um, campaign sort of Chondex thing. campaign event and then our big <laughs> flagship event is in June early yeah. June so. so that's like the big uh, okay. that's the full line that's yeah. that's the one you want to make if you're going to make one we used yeah, to do I one yeah, we used to do one more in the fall, but uh, I, I then got in trouble because uh, <laughs> it turned. I, my wife and I do a lot of camping and outdoor activities in in the summer, and and I was just like, yeah, do it in the fall. It'll be easy. And then that basically meant that I spent all summer just prepping for it. So <laughs> she was like, okay, you need to do them early, yeah. <laughs> earlier, so then we you're free for the summer. But so that now we move them to June. But uh, yeah. Life. Yeah, but we'd love to see you guys. It'll be, uh, nice. I think, probably 40, 40 person event. I think is kind of what we're looking at. We still gotta figure out the details on that, but it'll yeah. probably be around forty people. They're giving us some extra space oh, this year, so hopefully we can yeah. grow a little bit. But then there's the uh, the problem that we deal with is we could probably jam more people into the space, but then it would be just so loud that you'd just be. You know, there's no acoustics in there whatsoever, so oh. you're just yelling at your player across the table, which is never fun. Say, you, if you've ever checked out the 40k um, at LVO, oh, yeah. like yeah, holy man, when you hit this wall, level. and there's guys like like literally screaming, like yeah. I roll two d six, and yeah. you're like holy man. After day one, they're all hoarse because they've been yelling the whole time. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah, how many Too people? Much. I, I was telling my girlfriend about that the other night. I was like. You know, when we went to LVO, we went to the 40K side. We were just like, like, Jesus. It was like 500 people, I think, with the year that we went. And it's, I don't know what they were. This year, I think, is 950. In one room. Jesus Christ. That's so crazy. It's just that, that, it's that, like, it's so great. It is crazy. Like, it's surreal once you walk in how loud it actually is. Yeah, that wall of sound, right? It's like you're at a music festival and crest the hill and the, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> the sound hits you but uh yeah no that's uh that's pretty crazy that they're expecting 950 that's well even like i've the... talked to like tim before from Maya Horus, and he said like their their most successful event was like a little over 60 people but he sees like ida wouldn't want to do that again he's like it was too loud it was really hard to run it was very it was hard to organize because there's just so many people yeah and it's like yeah. what's where we've come to it's like we put these we put these events on and basically like like when we put the tickets on sale the 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 last one we did it literally sold out in about three weeks like and wow. we were like well do we want to do more players and then it was like well we need to supply tables for this it just gets so much harder to like when yeah. You get past, oh, yeah you know yeah um, but yeah hopefully we'll see you guys the the next one here that'd be great definitely uh, I'll, I'll definitely because I I follow your guys's page as well so once the info starts coming out I know I'll talk to the boys and we'll definitely 
arrange a road trip down there and awesome. come yeah, hang out for we a We have bit, at so. least one local guy I know who's going to LVO, and he sounds pretty stoked on it. He's going to bring some uh, order reductor, it sounds like, and uh, he's gonna, I'm going to actually be play oh. testing with him uh, in the it, next few weeks here. Is he going uh, oh. to bring the, the big toy down for the Mega Battle? I would assume, but I don't know. Oh. I, I would assume James James isn't. Oh, he probably doesn't listen. But I hope that uh, he's gonna bring his he, warlord after talking a big game. He's got a, Le- a, Sin- a legio sinister warlord. That oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty and just painted top notch with yeah. all this like green marbling panel yeah. paneling. It's Ooh. so <laughs> sexy, so sexy. Um, no doubt. Well, if he's listening, bring it. Bring it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I'll get him to listen to this episode. I'll tell him that it's LVO devoted and that we mentioned his uh, name. Yes, uh, so, and his yeah. beautiful army. So you, if you guys see a guy riding around on a rascal around uh, <laughs> <laughs> LVO, oh, with a with a warlord titan in his lap, you know, you know, it's uh, our local guy uh, James. It was all John James. Well, that I had nothing to, to do with that rascal comment. <laughs> it's an ongoing joke between us. <laughs> um, but that's awesome, man. I, I really hope that uh, that you you max out your numbers there and, and have a, a solid cr- crew show up and hopefully everything runs smooth. Are you doing are you doing a painting yeah. painting competition or anything like that, or is that more staying with uh, the main um, – do they have Demon there? Is it Crystal Brush that's doing there? Uh, they, they have that. Um, we do like a, an event, Best Painted, yep. okay. as well. I, I get guys from different systems to come through and pick their top three. And then from there, I kind of filter it out and pick the like, top guy. Oh, I like that um, idea. Getting, so. it's nice because no one knows anybody and they're just looking at the army like how does it pop how does it look of the techniques done because it, it all plays a part right it's it's a big thing and it's nice because there's guys you know from like star wars legion and from 40k and all these other systems shades fire that know what the game is but they don't play so it's cool for them to check it out too and get into it right like i there was one guy saying that he slowly has been looking at horse heresy but he's not sure because not many of his friends played and i was like well it's better than seventh because there's no formations and yeah, it's not the same as eighth it's, it's it's a different system altogether it yeah is. we get messages from people yeah. like that sometimes too it's like they're you know they're like oh, I'm, I'm heresy curious but there's not a big crew here and and yeah it, it, it's tough man if you're in an area that doesn't play it you want to play it i feel for you because just gotta make it. Yeah. We had to build it, and it fucking took a lot more effort than. But know, there are people here people still that they were playing it. We just kind of roped people. Together. It's true. We just basically peer pressured them into coming. It's <laughs> <laughs> the way to do, man. Whatever yeah, you can exactly. do to grow your community. That's the that's that's the number one rule of heresy: peer pressure and alcohol. <laughs> peer pressure. <laughs> Where, what what is short shorts three then? Short shorts is somewhere down on the totem pole because it only affects a, few, a short, a sh- small number of us. <laughs> Mainly me and you, short short bias bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, and it sounds like an awesome event. I I really appreciate you coming on and and hey, telling us about it. And would love to have you back on and tell us about uh, how everything went. And uh, definitely, yeah, totally. love to hear. Who and yeah, it sounds, it. sounds like you're doing, the, doing um, uh, the, the War Master's work over there. The 
the War Masters were. Yeah, not the Lord, but the War Master. Psh. It's better. Psh. Psh. Whatever. Well, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> hoping it's... I do hope it's going to be successful, and I think it will be, but definitely once we're all done, I can kind of do like a post-show with you guys and just talk to you about how it went and yeah. big upsets or whatever. It'd be great. Stories would be awesome yeah. too, man. It's LVO. Like I want to hear, I want to hear, but hear like, the people that like insane stories had too many drinks and fell over with yeah. the tray that their exactly. army was on and uh, cried over broken models. Potential tiki bar, <laughs> tiki bar stories are potentially welcome. Who didn't uh, show up on day two. Exactly. Name yeah. names. Hookers and blow <laughs> stories. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Yeah, no, I'll definitely include all the juicy details for you guys. Awesome, awesome. man. All right, well, thanks for coming on, and we'll let you uh, head back to uh, your busy busy night, yeah. family man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thanks for awesome. coming on. We'll talk to you uh, in a little bit. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Right on. Peace. Welcome back. We got NPR AJ here to land this pig and close out the show. So just want to do a big shout out to Bill for coming on and chatting with us about um, about the LVO 2020 event, all the heresy events that are, that he's running. Sounds like it's going to be a great uh, event. Sadly, we won't be able to get down there for it, but hopefully you will and go and party it up in Vegas. Uh, if you see James there, uh, he's got a He's our boy. He's got a big warhound, or warhound, warlord. You gotta ask him where his rascal is if you run into him. Please do that for us. We will give you a pat on the back for that. Um, also, wanted to just shout out to my wonderful podcast co-hosts. Great, another another year in the bag. Looking forward to another year of this great podcast and running events and having a great time with those boys. So thank you, Teo and Trucknets. Awesome. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Boys of the Golden Throne, Instagram, BotGT30K, and Big John West for John's Instagram, which he's posting tons of heresy stuff and also working out, getting swole shots. You know, you want to see John bench press like 200 and, I don't know, 285 pounds, I think was the last one I saw him doing. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, you can also go and see Teo in Nanaimo at his Awesome hot dog stand, famous Franks. Go chat about the heresy, eat some dogs, get some good convo. Uh, big shout out to Everything Games, our continual sponsor of the podcast. Thank you very much, Rob, for for uh, continuing to help us out in the ways that you do. Awesome to have you on board with the show. Uh, big shout out to the Spire. Brennan has actually got a little announcement for us to make here on January 25th. He is doing another uh, one-day painting course at the Spire. It's gonna. It's called uh, the one, 102 Advanced Foundation. So basically the idea behind this class is if you want to kind of take your uh, base coating skills to the next level, adding some more shadows, stuff like that, light sources, um, it sounds like it's going to be a really awesome course. I'm going to try to get over there for that one. So you can go over to the Spire Games on Facebook or I will also put a link in the show notes. 
Also, there's not too many days left in this, but wanted to shout out uh, the Imperial Truths uh, Christmas charity. So uh, they are auctioning off uh, two Golden Demon um, winning entries. So they have a Ferris Manus and um, Isladon. So he is, both of those are being auctioned off as well as a limited edition copy of the first wall. Uh, it's a $5 ticket for the raffle. All of that money is going to uh, Cancer Research UK. So, uh, you know, throw in a $5 ticket, draws happening on Christmas Day. Maybe you'll wake up and get yourself Ferris Manus. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, So big shout out to them for, uh, you know, doing an awesome charity fundraiser like that with uh, proceeds going to a great cause. Um, Also wanted to... Shout out, of course, our upcoming events. Woo! We got the Bot GT annual Dudes Looking for Dudes Singles Bash. So that's happening on Feb 22nd, 2020. Coming up quick. It's going to just be uh, a fun gaming day. So no real scheduled um, games, but we're going to have tables set up for 30K, obviously. Uh, we'll have some big tables for some uh, some team games. We're going to have um, some tables set up for Titanicus and some Necromunda as well. So if you want to come out, uh, we're going to have the bar going, uh, just a one-day event, pretty easy, pretty relaxed. Come out, meet some dudes, have some games. It's going to be a great time. We also have Weekend Warriors 3 happening April 18th and 19th. We're going to be doing... Um, Two heresy events. The first one will be on Saturday, which is going to be a heresy event, and then we will have a th- um, then we will have a Titanicus event on the Sunday. So uh, uh, tickets are on sale for that currently, which there will be a link in show notes. Uh, we will have more details on that very very soon. But it's looking like Centurion for the 30k event, and then. We are looking to be somewhere between 1,500 points and 1,750 for um, Titanicus. So pushing up the point limit a little bit, let people do a couple other crazy combos, stuff like that, get some more stratagems in there if they want. Uh, Looks like it's going to be – I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to have booze on the floor this time. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Uh, Then, of course, we have our big flagship event of – uh, the Bot GT's 12th inaugural Big D event, and that's happening June 6th and 7th. Uh, John and I were busy talking details on that. We will have more info for that in the coming year. So uh, thanks for to all of you for um, listening to the podcast. Really hope that uh, you guys are liking it as much as we are, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at an event in the new year. So... Hope you all have a great holidays and a happy new year, and we will see you in 2020. Hugs and kisses. We are out.
Ouais